in here in the Snarf Talk house, and the Snarf Talk house says what? Hello, good people of Snarf Talk. <laughs> That's what we say. You sound like Vincent Price or something. <laughs> Who's Vincent Price? Uh, he's an old actor. I was kind of going for like an old Greg. Who's an old Greg? You don't know old Greg? No. I'm old Greg. <laughs> no. You ever drink Bailey's from a shoe? Nope. You've never seen Old Greg? No. Oh, my gosh. As soon as we finish this, you're going to watch it. <laughs> oh, man. It's a British uh, like comedy show, and it's this man that's like basically made out of seaweed. Um, it's very funny. <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, no, Vincent Price was like an old uh, horror movie actor. Oh. I, he might have been like Dracula. Was he? Oh, him? no, that was Bella Lugosi. Yeah. He was probably really handsome. Uh, I sounded like him. He's known as the father of horror movies. Really? You've already looked him up? Yeah, man. Wow. On top of it. You got quick fingers over there. Um, Must be because of your planting. Setting all those seeds in the ground makes your fingers quick. One at a time. I'm just with a stick. Yeah, you just push them (laughs) down in the ground. Uh, No, I'm done. I'm done planting. Like completely? Planting is... What are you doing? Sorry, that's my fault. Planting is complete for... 2021. 21. Well, I still got some uh, to plant around in about in the nursery, but oh, I don't count those fields. No, I don't count them either. They're like literally a yard. They're the size of a yard. Yeah, it, they're very small. It looks so infuriating to have <laughs> to is. plant those. No, planting them is fine. Spraying them, on the other hand, is terrifying. Not fine because of the trees. Yes. Um, no, but the last one I finished on, I planted like a ten or fifteen year old hayfield. No-tilled into a hayfield. Yeah, what's the deal with this? I mean... Just somebody, they wanted you to plant into it? Yeah. What's the deal? So they had the field tiled. Okay. And they thought it would be a pain to hay the field. Why? With the tile lines. Oh, because of the bumps. Yeah, because of the bumps. So they're like, hey, can you put in crops for some years? And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. So I did, but it's also a pain... With the tile lines to do that because you can't go in and like level the field because right. then you'll tear up a bunch of chunks of sod. And so I just wanted to try no tilling into it. I, I mean, I could have went and moldboard plot it, but see, I can't do that in the fall because the tile lines need to settle. Right. So, yeah. So I'm going to try, I tried no tilling some beans. Could you like chisel plow it and then field cultivate and then plant into not it? Not really. I mean, you're not going to get rid of those clumps. The clumps. You won't? Nah, it's going to be very difficult. Trust me. I do it all the time in the nursery. Oh, you do? Yeah. Do you have experience with farming at all? Yeah, a little oh, bit. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> Nolan says uh, Vincent Price was in Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, I believe that's the last movie he, he was, was? In. Yeah. Really? I yeah, love that he movie. he played Edward Scissorhands. That's what we should do. A Johnny Depp movie. <laughs> we should do. We, we, okay, so we were trying to come up with our top, to do a top 10 tonight because we haven't done one in a while. Um Top 10 Johnny Depp movies. And uh, just, you know, to be honest about the situation, I was spraying late. And, and to be even more honest, we don't plan things very well for this show. <laughs> well, we are on the fly all the time. This is real life, people. Okay. And we're just good enough to be able to put a show together for you weekly, but it's very spur of the moment. Well, I haven't had a lot of time because I've been planting nonstop and finished that yesterday. And then today I was spraying till late. And uh, yeah, so we didn't get time to A, score the brackets. Right. That's, that's a thing. That's a thing. Sorry. 
I'm glad we're you're gonna need transparent forgive, about forgiveness that. <laughs> on that from our uh, snarf madness. Yes, but fans. there are winners. You probably already know who you are. I mean, if you were following along, you probably know. If you nailed your bracket, you've most likely won. But we have not officially scored them. Next week, you will get those scores for then. real. Next week, yes. I, honestly, the problem is I walked in here at eight o'clock and. It's going to take like an hour to score those brackets. At, at least. At least, yes. We are only two people, but we each have to score our own brackets. Yes. And it takes a little bit. takes a little bit of time. So we apologize, but it'll happen at some point. But it is 100% Chris's fault. You're right. Yeah, I mean, you could have came here yeah. at 7.15 and I been did. doing it for 45 minutes. I did. You did? Then why didn't yeah, you? Yeah, but then I had to leave. Oh, okay. <laughs> I couldn't get to him. Your head is always higher than mine in this video. It's because I sit up higher. I got to make it a little lower. It's because my posture is so much better. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, we do have some... Uh, we didn't have time to do our own top 10, but I pulled up some other tops. Mm-hmm. And we, top of the tops. We have a lot to choose from. But uh, I think we're going to go... We're going to talk about... And these aren't going to be our top 10s. We're just going to... Read and comment on a ranker list so it's ranked by thousands and thousands of people. Yeah, and we're going to tell you why they're wrong. And we're going to do either the best after-school shows from the 90s or the best 80s cartoons. And the most unforgettable 80s cartoons. So if you're listening and you have a preference, let us know. Yes, put it in the comments. Best 80, most unforgettable 80s cartoons or... What was the other one? Uh, best after school shows from the 90s or the best 90s cartoons. One of those three. I like that after school show thing. Yeah. So vote. I'm feeling it. Vote in the comments on what you want us to talk about or we'll just decide. Yes. Either way. Yeah. Either way, we're going to do what we want. Uh, <laughs> even, even with your votes. I, apparently, you didn't work hard today. I guess not. According to a man I worked with today, I didn't do much. <laughs> Did you? Um, I did some things. Yeah. Well, that's cool. my job's a little bit different than the operator's jobs, though. You know, administratively. Yeah, you're sitting on a desk with your feet up. Sometimes barking orders. Some sometimes, yeah. Filling out payroll forms. No, no, no. I Nate does that stuff. <laughs> I don't have to do that. I just have to approve what he's done. Um. I'm to, the, I'm to the level where I just approve things. You don't really do anything. Though. I mean, I have to oversee them. I have to make sure it's done correctly. There's been a lot of training in the last year um, for people. I feel like you're, you're really scraping the bottom barrel to try and explain to me no, what I'm you te- actually I, do. I, that's what I'm telling you. Like, There's a lot of training involved to get people to do that job. But then once they know how to do it, I literally only just look over what they've done and click like approve <laughs> or sign it there you like, go there's a lot of signing and approving i guess it's good to be the boss yeah don't blame me for you know rising to the top chris you like the cream and the cream of the lock crop <laughs> cream That's... of i was thinking that made me think of cream of wheat you ever had that you know i i have never eaten cream of wheat i don't even I'm not a hundred percent sure what it even is. It's to be similar to is it oatmeal? oatmeal. It's similar, but no, it's it's wheat. It's not oats. So it's wheat meal, maybe. Instant and it's cream. Cream of wheat. What is it? 
I know my brother used to eat it a lot because he's talked about it. Um, but I don't know if I have ever had it. It's like a it's like a slop. So oatmeal has more calories, fiber, and protein and nutrients than cream of wheat. With one cup serving of oatmeal having blah 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 blah. Yeah, so it's better for you than oatmeal, apparently. You just said oatmeal has more calories, fiber, protein, and nutrients. Yeah, so why would cream of wheat be better for you? I said oatmeal is better for you. Oh, I thought you said cream of wheat is better for you. I was like, that's wrong. Hmm, I don't know. I've never had it. What's it even look? It just looks like a gruel. Kind of, it's right? porridge. Like a slop? That's what it is. It's porridge. Porridge. That's what it is. That's where the, the word comes from. Yeah, creamed wheat. Is porridge. How do you cream a wheat? Well, you just add a heavy, thick milk. Yeah. You know, the, the top of the milk you add to the wheat. And then uh, you just work it around. <laughs> he squeaks orders. <laughs> How do you go from Jerry not really working to cream of wheat? Um, because we were talking about him being the cream of the crop, and then it just right. devolved into cream of wheat. This is what happens, Brad. You know, this is what we do. We devolve into different <laughs> conversations about nonsensical things. It's kind of weird not having a snarf madness to fall back on. That's yeah. why we're ill-prepared, because for the last... You for know, weeks. Six weeks. Six weeks. We've always been like, oh, we don't have to figure anything out, because we just talk about Snarf Madness. Yeah, and then we have like what we're watching, and then we're done. Speaking of video games, though. Video games. Um, I downloaded a new one. Oh, you did? I haven't just played it yet. Last night, right? MLB The Show 21. On Xbox? On Xbox. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. And then also, I don't I, have a console to do that on. I mean, I do, but it's in the boys' room, and I need to get a new one. Um, yeah, just take it out of your kids' rooms. No, I want a new one. I don't. I don't want. First of the all, one what kind have. of parent allows their children to have a TV and video games in their room? I mean, they'd never use it until they're allowed to. They don't have remotes to any of them. I feel like that's just bad them. parenting, Jerry. Really? Yeah. No, I never had a slightest. TV in my room as a kid. Oh, I did. Really? For sure. That's where my PlayStation and TV was. If you wanted to watch the TV, you had to sit out in the living room with everybody else and watch Tom's Killing. I mean, I had to do that as well, <laughs> but I did have watch a TV the news. and I had a PlayStation and my parents didn't even take any of that away. They just were like, hey, don't play that right now. And I listened because so I was a good kid. Yeah. You know, I came down and I watched Tom's Killing. And Jerry Taft. And the Chicago Frick. Bulls. Jerry Taft. That guy. <laughs> Jerry Taft. Is, wait, didn't he die? He did pass away. So we, probably... we did have a big skit about Jerry Taft. Do you remember yeah. that? So we should probably not. R.I.P. Jerry Taft. Yeah. He's got my name. <laughs> <laughs> Him and I are bros. Um, no, I, I think by the time maybe I was 16, I got like a little small like 13-inch TV in my room. You're just deprived. And I had a, a VHS player. Yeah, so did I. And rocked some old VHS tapes. Like I used to watch the Star Wars trilogy all the time. Yeah, I had those on VHS. I had Indiana Jones. I had I had a lot of I had a lot of VHS. Terminator tapes. Two, Judgment Day. Yeah, I did have that. Yeah, I had the I whole box set. Terminator box set. Oops, two movies. Yeah, it was two movies. <laughs> two, for the longest time, uh, our entire childhood, it was just two movies. Yeah. But Terminator 2, I played that on a loop all the time. And 
looking back on it, I don't know why I was allowed to watch that movie. I mean, it's as a younger kid, outrageously inappropriate. A lot of killing and blowing up, and people getting like melted defenses. And yeah, there's not a lot of like humans being killed, though. I guess, I guess there is. Yeah, yeah, there is. It's not like super gory. It's not gory, no. But it is something that I don't know. I would let like I. I don't think I would let Grady watch it yet. It is definitely um, one of the best sci-fi action movies ever in the history of mankind ever the final scene spoilers where i don't think you need to call spoilers (laughs) for terminator 2 you never know which came out in like 19 you never know chris people don't watch a lot of things there are so many people that have never seen star wars those people exist they bother me those people are terrible the final scene he's being lowered down into the molten steel and he's holding on to the chain and he goes down further and further, and then he gives a thumbs up. <laughs> Have you seen the Man, uh, Terminator me... 2 Bill Hader uh, deepfake? No. They replace, uh, they make Bill Hader into, what's the dude's name, Patrick, that plays like the... Oh, the liquid guy. metal man? Yeah. Like the T-1000? Yeah. Or, yeah, it's T-1000. I don't know what it is, but... What's that? That dude. They changed I, yeah, I don't his, know his face name. to Bill Hader's face. Really? They, these deep fake videos, man, they're they're great. They're scary them. good. I know. This is why they're scary good. It's because you don't know. Like, they could be making these videos of people throughout like the internet and not label them a deep fake. And sometimes you wouldn't know if it was real or not. Yeah. Like they could make people say things and do things that they have never done. And that is terrifying because I don't want to be put on the face of Kim Kardashian and be, you know, out in the world as someone like that. Yeah. You don't want to be a sex symbol, right? I'm not a sex symbol. I know the clothing I wear. It's provocative. Yeah. It makes people think certain things. Okay. And when, when I wear like a zip up hooded sweatshirt, sometimes I have it zipped down. Yeah. But don't look at me as a piece of meat, Chris. Okay. It's annoying, and I'm sick of it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I was listening to this guy on Joe Rogan because uh, I've been listening to um, a lot of Joe Rogan recently in the tractor, and they were talking about the next like evolution of AI and how they're... Well, it's not really AI. There's companies out there that are working on... They think that we're going to get to the point in not too distant future, probably in our lifetime, where like basically... When you die, they'll be able to take all of the audio and video and everything and basically recreate you digitally. Weren't you the one that was telling me that they can download your DNA now? No. Yeah, we had a conversation about this. Really? Yeah. Where they were like down, they were putting, they were writing your DNA onto like a, like a uh, flash drive. Yeah. To where you were like saved forever. And then they could rewrite that DNA into a human being. Yeah, but they'd have to have the technology to, to synthesize a human being. Well, true. But they will eventually. But this one was more like Can't you do that like out of a pig heart? I don't know. Like, isn't like most pig anatomy like put into humans all the time? I don't know. That's why they're doing the uh, human monkey hybrids so they can get like What? We talked about it on the show. 
I forget these things. These <laughs> like are not so that long wild. ago. Human monkey hybrids. They made human monkey chim uh, uh not chimpanzees. Human monkey embryos. Oh, I don't remember They're this. Making and it makes me feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. Did you did they like was there one grown? Yes, they're growing them, but not like to raise them up. The idea is that they'll be able to like create organs, like grow organs. But is there a human monkey walking around in a lab right now? I mean, in a cell? Listen, in China, there, there probably, probably is. is. Yeah, you're right. I want to see it. I mean, it wasn't in China recently. They did those uh, genetically modified children. They like what? grew some kids. They like genetically modified some embryos to be. Um, so they were. They did it for them to be resistant to the HIV virus. So they changed like one part of their genomic sequence mm -hmm. so that the child, when they're born, would be would be immune, immune to, to HIV. Even though there's like a zero prevalence of HIV in Asia, but I'm assuming they just did that as like a. To try it. Just a test. A I guess it was a, a failure. I'm not. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not. I don't know the specifics All of, of them it. got HIV. It was like, nope, you no, were born, you're born with, with it. it. <laughs> maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's HIV. Um, but anyway, so th this whole thing with the. So point being, we're golden because there is already so many hours of video and audio of us. Yeah. They'll be able probably well, within like 20 years to 100% recreate us. Then that begs the question: If so, if you die, and an AI is able to, and now you'd, be me, you'd only be on a computer. There'd be no body, right? But, but you'd be, you'd, but you'd I would be able, be able, to, able to call you and have a real conversation, and this AI would know so have so much of your holy smokes voice and look, and it's AI. It's not like we know it now. It'll be like capable of having a, a real conversation. Yes. Um, now it wouldn't Intuitive. theoretically wouldn't have your memories. No, but it would take enough from what we talk about to be able to like harness a memory. Yeah. Right. So that's, pr this is going to probably happen. So it, is that the same thing as immortality? That's the question. No. I mean, is it or isn't it? I don't know. No, I feel like immortality would be you, your physical mind continuing on. What if they're able to download your mind and consciousness into a computer? But do you know it? It's your mind and consciousness, though. It's not an AI representation of you. So then you would continue to live. Only digitally, though. Is that immortality? But do you know it? Yeah, yeah. You're like... So like me and you, as we feel right now, we would know we were in that situation yes you would know that you had died but you were uploaded it's just like that show then yeah. upload that we were talking yeah uh, so was, then yes that would be immortality okay because you are still alive yeah you know like consciously alive you might not have a physical body but you're consciously alive but we don't know what uh consciousness is we don't know what it is that's so wild we don't no, we don't really know what it is. Like, what's well, I mean, going when you're, on with it? So, are you? You're not conscious. Conscious when you're asleep, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think you're. But you are. Yeah, you are. Okay. So, where does that end? So, like, consciousness would be still then if you were downloaded into a computer and knew it. Yeah, I guess that would qualify. 
I guess. But, but if you were downloaded into a computer or they used a digital representation of your voice. Jerry, n- stop screwing up. What did I do? Is that better, Erica? Sorry, that's probably my fault. I didn't do a sound check. Jerry screws with the levels. I don't, just, I don't screw with anything. He's always messing with things, settings. There Bra- we go. Brad, Brad already knows that he said Jerry will last forever. <laughs> that's pretty much true. Dirk, yeah, Upload. We talked about that show. I liked that show a lot. It has uh, Stephen Amell's brother in it. The Green Arrow. Yeah. His in brother what? is in, in what show? Upload. It was on I never Amazon did watch it. From like a year ago. Man, there's a lot of comments. I didn't have it open. Sorry. Uh, I want to hear Jerry's quick thoughts on White Sox and their drunken manager. Oh, he's absolutely awful. He's lost three games in the last month for them. He had a terrible managing decision last night uh, or yesterday during the day against the Reds. Uh, He left their closer. So they played the Reds. That's a National League team. He left their closer on third base. He tried to steal second base. He could have swap, swap, swapped out the closer on third base and like got him out of there. He could have still pitched though. There is a rule where like he could have done a double swap and taken him off because it was extra innings. And they could have put somebody better on third base to run. The guy that was on first base, Lori Garcia, for some reason he wanted him to steal second base but not send the person on third because it was their pitcher. Then in the post-game interview, they asked him, like, why did you keep Liam Hendricks, your closer, on third base in the 10th inning? He's like, you, you realize you could have swapped him out for a different player. And he literally said, oh, I didn't know that rule. I didn't even know that rule. Why is anybody in that? Ted Lasso. It's, yeah. <laughs> no, he just is very unaware. But why is anyone in that? like in the leadership of that team, not telling him either A, the rule, or B, don't, like we realize we screwed up, don't talk about this in the pregame. If they bring it up, just be like, just go to something else, say something else. Don't say, go you, to commercial. Don't, you don't know the rules of baseball because he doesn't. The game's too fast for him. He's stuck in like 1982 management style and he can't keep up with it's the game. It's a good year. Parachute pants. Yeah, well, cocaine. <laughs> Lots of cocaine. I, I actually, there's no parachute. Pants I'm not a big fan. Too probably that was a little later on. Who asked that question? It's before my time. Um, Jay, Jay the Cholo, my guy. Um, yeah, I think I I would literally bring Ozzy Guillen back as well. I would have taken him back before Tony Larusa, for sure. Um. But either way, whatever. It is what it is. It's a very talented team. I'm just aggravated with the way it's managed. Because pitching hasn't been managed well. The bullpen hasn't been managed well. I mean, the real main thing is nobody cares about the White Sox. But you should. No. I mean, do you see what the Cubs are doing? Actually, no. I'm not following any sports right now. Yeah, they're not good. I used to watch sports. Why why don't you anymore? I don't know. You've been falling further and further away, I, especially from baseball, and it sickens me. Yeah, I mean, I... I you have all the opportunity league. in the world little to, league. to have... What do you mean, Little League? That, that takes up my baseball. No, it doesn't. You, can, you sit in a tractor planting all day, and you could have a game playing in your... I don't want to listen to a game. Why? Because I can listen to a podcast. You need to get into baseball again. I can You're listen really to Joe out. Rogan talk about... Human consciousness and AI. Monkeys. 
<laughs> he's always talking about monkeys. No, but, but you know what he is always talking about lately is UFC fighting and fighting. There's been yep. a lot of fighting talk. Yeah, there has been. And uh, it's getting me more interested in the sport. You've never like watched? I have. I've watched. But I feel like I want to watch more. Yeah, I was like, into I it a lot. I want to buy the pay-per-views. If you buy them, I'll come and watch them. We could <laughs> but have I'm a, not buying them. A viewing party. Because you are can they get expensive? them. Yeah, they are. You can get them for free the next day and find out who won. Oh, well, why wouldn't you do that? Exactly. Where do you get I them do. for free? Uh, YouTube will have literally all the highlights. Just It won't be the solid fight like from beginning to end, but you will get all of the highlights on YouTube or Reddit for sure the very next day. And that's what I've always done. Every single major UFC fight that everybody talks about, I wake up in the morning and I would pull up Reddit and search UFC fight and everything would be up. You can watch. I'm maybe this is is clearly an unpopular opinion, but I I think I like boxing better than UFC. I think I'd prefer to watch boxing. It can get Mm. a little boring at times. Yeah. I, I appreciate the sport of boxing for its, like I like that it has it's very structured, rules. yeah, structured. very structured, and it's a specific sport that you have to be good at. And a, you can't. This is the argument right now: is that so? Like Jake Paul and these YouTubers that want to get people to box, right? And they're they want to box people. That dude's legit, though. Jake Paul's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, Logan Paul. They're both is, legit. Okay. No, they are not. They have never fought a legit boxer I, I, ever listen what i'm saying is they're legit in the fact that they're big they're not good boxers they're not legit at all they are capable of fighting people joe rogan's kind of an expert and he says not to sleep on them and he said the younger one's actually better than the older one okay well pretty soon we're going to see them fight floyd mayweather who's been retired and, and they're going to get absolutely demolished. Widely agreed to be like the greatest boxer of all time. And he's going to get absolutely demolished and just destroyed. And then uh, Daniel, uh, I can't remember how you say his last name. It's like Cormier. Cormier. Cormier, is that how you say it? Yeah. So he was the heavyweight UFC champion for many years. Done very well in the UFC. Absolutely despises Jake Paul. And told him, like, keep your name out of my mouth. Like, he really hated him. Uh, or isn't a fan of him. and But like he said, he's like, listen, I'm a UFC fighter. He's like, I have multiple different skills. He's like, why? He's like, if you ask me to go boxing, no. I'm not. He's like, no, I'm not going to box. He's like, I didn't train my entire life to only box. I trained my entire life to be a UFC fighter. He's like, it's completely different. He's like, so all of these people that you keep asking to come and box you, are not professional boxers. It's a different skill set. It's like it's completely different than just all around fighting. So you're training in only boxing, and you're asking all these other people that have never boxed before to train in boxing and then try to fight you. Just like the the last one with that one guy, Aiken, um, Brad or Brett, whatever his name was, he got beat. Um, he was a UFC fighter and not a very good one, but he didn't train to box. Right. And it's a different skill set, and it's it's all for show, and I hate it. It's to make money. It's annoying to me. Fifty million dollars, to be exact. It's annoying for the Floyd Just, Mayweather fight. Yeah, and I mean, if anybody believes that Logan Paul is going to be able to stand up and stay in a ring 
with Floyd Mayweather is an absolute joke. Conor McGregor couldn't do it. No. Uh, what's the the Mexican fighter I that was really Connor good? I think Conor won one round. He might have won one round in that fight. Yeah. Maybe. And not many people win a round against Floyd Mayweather. No. But it's, it's just because he's such a defensive. He's incredibly defensive, but that's part he of the tactic. Ever gets hit. Like that's a skill set of boxing. You can be that way. Uh, Dirk said I could get behind the UFC way quicker than MLB, NBA, or NFL. Um, it just depends on the fighters, I guess. I, you know, the cool thing about UFC is when you do, if you do buy a fight, which I have gone to fights at other people's houses, like a lot of those early round fights that you never hear about, some of those are the best, are the best. ones. Yeah. But I'm not like into the ground wrestling as much and like I the like holds and you know the jujitsu stuff it's not as interesting so, to me that's why i kind of i guess i like when the we boxing. when and, i deployed we we watched ufc a lot like everybody was watching ufc it was starting to get really big in 2006 and everybody started watching ufc and we watched a lot and we did a lot of like um well the army teaches you brazilian jujitsu so you te- you learn a lot of like it's v- very heavy ground fighting, like right, right. wrestling and arm bars and that right. kind of stuff. So watching that like get done at that time, it was like, oh man, like this stuff can really work, you know? Because you just like wrestle each other and you don't know if you're really doing it correctly. Besides what the instructors are telling you, but then when you see people do it in a match, we were all like, man, this is really cool. So we got really heavy into that, and a UFC game came out for Xbox, and we were playing that a lot when we were deployed. Um, but then when I got home, I kind of got out of it because you had to pay for that stuff. And when we were deployed, you didn't have to pay for it. They just put it on, like, we could just watch it. Right. So when I got home, I was too cheap to pay for that stuff and kind of got out of it. But um, the more and more it's getting in the, you know, mainstream, the more I'm wanting to watch it. Amy absolutely hates it, hates every aspect of it. She thinks it's ridiculous that men and women will stand around and punch each other in the face just because. She's got a point. And it's, yeah, when you think of it that way, at the, like, the lowest level, you think, like, my sport is punching people in the face or trying to hurt someone enough to where they stop. <laughs> and then that will affect them the rest of their lives. Yeah. I did uh, wrestling in high school for one year. Yeah. It's the worst year of my life. Really? It was terrible. They've... I absolutely hated it. They always asked me to wrestle because I was small. They needed yeah. somebody in a lighter weight bracket, but I never did it. And on, the only reason I never did it is because of the pain and suffering I saw people go through Dude, running up the North Hill. The practices in Seneca. were insane. It, they sounded insane. I heard about them, and I was like, I, I want no part of that. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like, beyond ridiculous. I mean, I was in great shape. Of course you were. Everybody would be, but you were felt awful and dreaded every minute. But about, I don't know, maybe halfway through the year, maybe three quarters of the way through the season, I blew my knee out. So I kind of got sidelined. I probably could have came back. But did but you I, want to? I milked that injury. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still went to every practice and every match. Yeah. But I definitely milked that injury. So what year was that? Your senior year? My freshman year. Oh, your freshman year. Yeah, yeah, I wrestled like 135, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Maybe it was 155. I can't remember. I can't remember the weight class. 151, but I had to go up to 151. 
I actually oh. weighed less than that. See, that's harder to do. Oh, a lot yeah. harder yeah. to do. They wanted me to be at like the 110 or whatever it was, like super small bracket. Because I weighed like 115 in high school at that time. And they're like, we want you to wrestle at like the 110. So, oh, yeah. All right. I can do that. Those ones are always tough weight classes, too. Um, we had a state champion at that lightweight class. Yeah. Who was that? Arthur? Arthur. Yeah. Arthur Bradford. He was so much thicker than me. Yeah, he was big. He was a strong. He would have destroyed man. you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, there's way more, way more real skill. I'm guessing uh, that's way more real than an adult honing his skills. Thinking at, a ball that's three inches across. As far as they can, I think he means hitting a ball is three inches across as far as they can. Are you talking about golf or I think, baseball? I think he's talking about baseball. Baseball. I uh, no no baseball is a very very hard sport when they're throwing a ninety seven mile an hour pitch at you. Baseball is very difficult. Come on, Dirk, get your head on straight, man. No, he's saying it's more real. Like fighting is like a more real skill than playing a game of baseball. Oh well, yeah, I would, I guess so. I mean, but sports are sports for a reason. They're a game. I bet you there's more people, and I'm not saying that I'm one of them. I'm just saying I bet you there's more people in the United States that could become a competent USFC fighter than could become a competent MLB player. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think it's close. I would agree. I think you could get a competent UFC fighter from every time, you know, at least yeah, somebody. Absolutely, you could. I think you could. Because I guess you would say that is a more real ability. I think that's what he's put, saying. Yeah. That makes sense, then. I'm glad you put it that way. What do you way. think is the hardest skill sport? A lot of people say it is baseball. Yeah, a lot of people say it is but baseball golf, because of the... You know, golf's got to be up there. Golf's, yeah, golf is because of all mechanics, you know, but baseball is because of the... Because of your timing and your... Like, your literal sight to a ball to try to hit it and the fraction of a second that you have to hit that ball. So... I've seen a video of it before, but they take into how many feet the mound is from the plate and then how fast they're throwing that ball from the release point to the plate. And when it's getting up to, let's say, 95 miles an hour to get to that plate, you they have like a fraction of a second to, to hit it. It's like a blink. It's literally like a blink. But most MLB players can tell the spin of the ball before it ever gets to the plate. So their vision is like so good and they're so honed in on watching a ball come to them that they can tell what type of pitch it is. The second it's released. The second it's released because the, of the way the spin of the ball is. It's insane. I, I just don't even understand that. I don't have that ability. You know, though, when we were in, when in high school playing baseball... <coughs> This is completely different. I'm not saying it's the same. But we used to crank the pitching machine up like as high as it go, which was in the 90s, I believe. Was it? And hit off of them. The difference is it's going into the same spot every time. Every time. Basically. And you're not So you know where to put the, ba- put the bat. But, you know, you can hit off those pretty good, generally. I, I've never done it. I didn't play baseball at that level. What either. blows my mind is the whole wooden bat thing. Because if you ever hit a baseball with a wooden bat... I have. It hurts. Yeah, so you have to hit it correctly. Yeah, it literally hurts your hands. Yeah, all of the reverb goes right back into your little meaty paws. Yeah. 
awful. Hitting a curveball is the hardest thing to do in all sports. I'm going to tell you what. I played baseball for a lot of years, and I could never. I could. I always got fooled by the curveball every time. Yeah, a curveball is got to be the hardest, especially some of those change like get me too twelve six curves where they literally like are coming like this at you and then they just drop straight down. Oh, just it's so annoying. You'd be sitting there and you'd be sitting back. And then every MLB MLB pitcher is cheating, like Why? almost all of them. It's proven. Like they all put some sort of substance on their arm or in their glove or under the bill of their hat. I, I shouldn't say all, but a lot of them do. So anytime you see them like touch their hat or they'll literally like put goop in their elbow to put on their hands and then they work it into the ball so they get a better grip so they can have more spin. And they're all doing it. There's a big one, Garrett Cole, right now. Like there's a big limelight on him because they've been focusing on what he's been doing. And they all pay attention to it. Nolan said being able to hit someone in the temple with pinpoint accuracy using a bat would probably be useful in a fight. It's very true. Yeah, if you want to end it. <laughs> yeah, if you just if you want like a murder charge <laughs> and go to jail for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, so anyway, you got some uh, some news? I do. Uh, real quick, because of the tangent we just got on about talking about regular things. My dad, I was talking to my dad the other day. He's like, hey. He's not a fan. I was listening to your podcast, watching it the other night. And if you're watching right now, dad, I'm, I'm telling on you. Um, he's like, watching the podcast the other night. I was like, it was pretty funny. I chuckled a couple times. He's like, but then you guys got into a point where it was like, you didn't even look at the camera anymore. It was just like you and Chris having a conversation like nobody else existed. And I was like, yep. <laughs> that's the podcast dad <laughs> me and chris are literally having a conversation because we're sitting directly across from each other it's like yeah but you know what i mean we got to play to the camera more i guess gauge that's, the audience that's what i asked him I crowd said, work i said do you want me to randomly just stare into the middle of the camera and look dead-eyed into it he's like no, no don't be a jerk about it you know what i mean it's like, i really don't know what you mean are we not supposed to have a regular conversation? I think it, it's interesting. It goes to the point that when we started doing the Facebook Live that I found unsettling. And I still don't necessarily fully have my head wrapped around it. Really? Because it completely changed the show. It changes how we act. Mm -hmm. It changes what we talk about. Not consciously, but it does. It changes... Um, our expectations. I feel like before we started doing Facebook Live, we'd go on wild tangents that were maybe more deep. Sometimes, oh, yeah. And then sometimes they'd be silly or just like really, really funny. Oh, we still get silly. Things I feel like stay a little more grounded and less uh, off the rails. I don't know if that's a good thing. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, do you remember the whole gabagoo thing and the beans? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's we, true. we go off the rails. That's true. Quite a bit. I just don't know why he thought. We shouldn't have an actual conversation with each other. <laughs> what was, am I, a trained monkey? Right. Is this supposed to be dancing? Just, am for I a clown to you? Huh? Am I just supposed to be a clown? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I do have some news. Oh, by the way, Dad, you know, suck it up. Watch the show. Get over it. You know? I think from now on, we should. You're just either a only, fan or you're not. We should only directly. Speak to your dad the whole episode. <laughs> yes. Listen, Jeffrey. <laughs> Mayor. 
or no, I guess it would be, uh, I guess you still call a president a president when they're not a president, right? I mean, uh, because he's not the mayor anymore. You do, yeah, you still call him pre. No, it's former president. What do you call it? No, former but like president? if you, if they came up to you, you say Mr. President. You do? Yeah. Man, that's a good game. They get, yeah, it is. I mean, I'm going to be called Lockmaster. Dirk says I try my hardest to take it off the rails every time. I love it. I love it too. Keep trying to take it off the rails. Speaking of off the rails, there was a whole thing on the railroad tracks last night. I don't know if you heard about this. Well, yeah, Nate told me about it because it was right next to his house. And apparently, like, they thought a car was leaking fluid of some sort. But then they, he said, because he was listening to the scanner and they were waiting for the EPA to come or emergency management or something. I don't know. And they were something about a, like a concrete block that they may have hit that caused a leak. I don't know what the actual yeah, story I is. Yeah, I heard that. I, they, they hit a concrete block and they just want to inspect for leaks. Oh, okay. But why is there concrete blocks on the tracks? Somebody threw a concrete block on the tracks. I mean, that's where I put all my blocks. Yeah, <laughs> just line them up. <laughs> put them right in the middle of the tracks. I don't even put them on the rails. I just put them in the middle. Every day you're bringing cinder blocks out there, you're stacking them up, your kids are watching you and like, let's powder this bitch. Yeah, every day I want to blow up a tanker. Mean. On the railroad tracks with cinder blocks. I mean, you shouldn't be saying that. Oh, no? No, because that's probably like a terrorist threat. Oh, all right. Well, I don't want that to happen <laughs> then. I don't want my cinder blocks to blow up tankers. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mayor. If that is your real name. I've always wanted to say that to someone. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on locally here in the news because they're all of that. Have you been following the drama of the Predator Proof? Yeah, I watched that video. How messed up. I was at Walmart. I I mean, I I don't want to bring it down, but... Did you see my Snapchat Snapchat of the Auric XL? No. Oh, well, I parked next to an Auric XL and I was like, what? Who leaves this gold sitting in a parking lot at Walmart? Don't they know this can pick up an eight-pound bowling ball? An Auric XL... Like vacuum cleaner, just sitting in the parking just lot, just right there in a spot. And Did you I, take it? No, I wasn't going to touch that thing. Why was there a vacuum cleaner? Somebody, somebody loaded, forgot to put it in their car. It wasn't brand new. It wasn't in a box. <laughs> oh, it, it was somebody like an just old like old Auric XL. Yes, somebody just dropped off an old beat up Auric XL. And what? I, what do people think? I Why had a funny this? Snapchat about it because I was like, it picks up an eight pound bowling ball above your head. You know, like this is gold. Um, I took that picture at like 445 and then left the parking lot. And at 530, all this predator proof stuff was going down. That happened that right after you were there? Yeah, right after I left. And because when I got home, Amy was like, did you see what was happening at Walmart? It's like, I literally just left Walmart. Like, no, I didn't see that. I mean, I don't want to get like too deep, but it's obviously super disturbing. Mm-hmm. It's like hard to believe that there are people out there doing this. And if people, I guess not everybody knows, but they caught this guy. There's this predator proof Facebook, and they are basically catfishing uh, grown men, grown men trying to meet up with young. Boys Un- and girls, underage kids. Underage kids, yeah. And uh, they caught this. They caught this guy in Cole City. 
they caught a dude in Morris just the other day at the Walmart that yeah. they had been talking. The guy had been talking to dude for three months, yep. and they were supposed to meet. He was supposed to meet this girl there, and the guy shows up. There was a couple times. There was one other meetup that they were supposed to have before this, and he didn't show up. But then finally at Walmart, he decided to show up, and they walk up to him. And the whole video, it's like a 30-minute video yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, and the dude's like... Uh, you, the th- was saying some of the things he was saying. The guy's like, "I regret that. I shouldn't have said that." And I'm like, "What? Yes, I regret all of that. I'm not trying to be me. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to be friends." Yep. It's just so odd. It's disturbing, but it's also like, and I, I don't. This is gonna sound weird, right? But you look at the dude. He just looks like a normal dude. Yeah, completely For the most normal part, person right? that you would see. And also, like, isn't like super unattractive or like weird i mean i don't know how he is personally but oh he looks like a normal human being that you would see every day of your life this is really disturbing that you don't think anything of and it's it's hidden in plain sight right like it's a according so they caught the elwood mayor also they also caught a teacher at jca trying to meet up with like a 11 year old boy this is Unbelievable! Like all around, it's weird, and it's it's the normal people you interact with almost every day. Like people have normal interactions with them on a day to day basis, and How this is what they're the doing. How about the guy in Cole City was throwing swords and axes at police the other day? Oh my god, I didn't know about that. I didn't hear about. I that. did hear about some stuff going down in Cole City, but um, I didn't know there were swords and axes involved. It sounds I like mean, a really good fantasy movie. Sounds kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> if but swords are involved, it has to be well, fantasy. That's not. Right? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to support that but no 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 no. there's less cool ways like rocks aren't that cool like throwing rocks yeah or even guns i mean if you're going to be a criminal idiot and engage the police an axe either way like if you're (laughs) if you have to do it right if you've lost your mind enough it's the coolest way to do it i think so and if you like blocked a bullet with an axe that's pretty cool or split it in two like the yeah. Elwood mayor, man. That's crazy. So this guy in Walmart, though, they're interviewing him or like confronting him, I should say. And he's saying all these things. And then finally, he just realizes like, there's no out for me in this conversation and just bolts, just yeah. sprints. What baffled me is that he, this predator proof guy must have had a bunch of people with him in the parking lot because they immediately... Like yeah. he gets to buy his vehicle, but he's immediately surrounded by a bunch of grown men, you know, that keep him in one area. And it couldn't have been just random strangers. It had to have been people with him, right? I think there was some, and then there were some people just in the parking lot. Well, I'm sure there was, but it's not like he was yelling, like, stop that man. Right, right, right. Like they were ready for him to be coming out of that building and got around him. I mean, as as cool as I think it is that somebody's out there doing that, I mean, not the predators. I'm talking the guys that are exposing them. Like, yeah. And I do. I think it's cool when people take Action. stuff like that into their they don't into their own hands. Mm-hmm. But also, there's a lot of ways for that to go sideways. Unbelievable! It's incredibly dangerous. Incredibly dangerous. Uh, and this guy that is doing this predator proof on Facebook just started it a year ago and he said it on his page. He's like, I literally just started doing this a year ago. You know, he's, he's trying to 
the things I read, he was like trying to put legitimacy to like what he's doing, which I agree with, but it was still just literally out of the blue. Yeah. Just like one day he was like, I'm done with letting this happen and I'm going to go try to stop this. That's how people get killed. Yeah. You know, like that's, it's really how bad things happen when you just spur the moment, decide to go do something. I am glad that he's stopping this from happening. And like that, specific case could have been somebody in Morris have a child affected by this and that he stopped, but still it's like, wow, that's a really dangerous thing to do. And people really need to monitor what their kids are doing. Yes. That's the biggest thing. Like don't give a phone or internet to your kids. But but even so, like we give our kids iPads and stuff. But Amy's pretty hardcore yeah, about the whole chat sections we're and stuff. Very very watching it very closely. I don't know. I mean, the whole thing is like the age at which some people are giving their kids phones. Mm. I don't want to be judgy. It's hard. To, I don't want to be judgy. I know there's a lot of peer pressure, but I mean, there's kids getting phones now that are like real young. Yeah, it's not a good thing. I just don't. I don't understand the point of it. It's like. They have an iPad, most of them, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have an iPad, why do you need a phone? But you can give a kid a phone that only is able to call, right? But why would you do that rather than get an iPad? What do you mean well, only able to call? Like only able to call the parents? Like use it as only a phone. Well, yeah, sure, but that's not what they want. But I'm, I'm not saying what the kid wants. I'm saying... We can still give our kids a phone to be able to call us in any situation. Like when they get older in, in middle school and they have a basketball game that they're going to stay after school for or like they need to be picked up here or there. Like you can have a phone with you. How did we all survive without phones? Yeah, I know. We you're went right. to the office and called from the phone at the school. Yeah, you're right. Now, I did remember using pay phones a lot. And they don't have those anymore. No, they're not around. We used pay phones all the time. There was one at the market. Yeah, we used one at the market. They yeah. had one at the bowling alley. You know, they, yep. We used pay phones. Um, they had one outside the school. Yeah, that you could use. I don't remember that. Yeah, I thought there was one outside the middle school. I don't remember that. I remember using the phone in the office a lot. Anyway, irregardless, the subjects are getting too heavy. Let's do some news. Okay, I got some news. Um, Some light news articles, basically. But uh, So there is a TV show coming to Netflix called Sweet Tooth. Have you heard about this? Yes. Well, I have my own. I brought my own. Bring one of those out of the little holder. Yeah, that one. It looks good. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so Sweet Tooth is a TV show coming to... I think it's a TV show, not a movie, right? I guess I'm not 100%. Either way, uh, it's based on a a comic book, right? Based on a DC comic book uh, that is written by Jeff Lemire. Oh, I love that dude. Uh, Everyone loves Jeff Lemire. And finally, he's getting something. Did he do Lazarus? No. No. Who who did Lazarus? Greg Rucka. Oh, yeah. I love Greg Rucka, too. Yeah. That's a good guy. What did Jeff Lemire do that I I love? Didn't he do that? out, outworld or not outworld, but like uh, it wasn't Jupiter Legacy or. Uh man, I can't remember. We talked about this book. Ascending Jupiter Ascending. No, or... no, 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 no. That was Mark Millar. It was something like that, though, of that mindset where you. Old Man Logan. He did a lot of. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I'll Either way. Um, so he had this book called Sweet Tooth. It was a, a comic book. It is now being produced on Descender. Netflix. Descender. That's what you're talking yes. about. Yes. And that was an awesome book. And um, Ascender. Then he did Ascender. Ascender and Descender. That's what you got of his. Yes. Yeah. And he did a couple of uh, Batman books too. Yeah. But uh, Netflix picked it up and it's being produced by Robert Downey Jr. Ooh. And his wife. They're both producers on the show mrs downey jr yeah mrs downey jr is involved with this and uh it looks pretty neat i didn't know anything about it it's about hybrid um humans kind of so it's like mixes of humans where you have like kind of like dog people and goat people love goat people uh, i mean we've we got are, a goat i are. have a snarf talk shirt underneath of this so i was gonna show my goat but yeah, they're like goat people, and the main kid, the main character, is like a, I guess it would be like a deer person, because he's got antlers and kind of has a deer nose and a furry head. I know nothing about this, but watching the trailer for it makes me want to see I've this. heard of the it comic. Looks I've really never read it. I've, it's strange. been around for a while. Um, it's probably going to be good. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be really good. And it looks like they've dumped all the monies into it oh, because sure. the graphics look amazing for the little teaser that I saw. So I'm I'm into it. Jeff Jeff Lemire needed something like this cuz he's put so many good books together. Yeah. Um in Speaking the of things, industry. I'm I'm drinking this uh Michelob Ultra Infusion Lime and Prickly Pear Prickly Cactus. Pear. Yeah. I've ta- I've had it before. I just had it the other day with my nephew. It's the worst thing in the world i didn't think it was that bad it's horrible i didn't think it was that bad amy hated it i felt like it was like a bud light lime oh damn it guys you got me really excited that there was going to be a tv show about a crazy rocket shooting ice cream truck with a clown's head on the top twisted isn't that twisted metal yeah Yeah. like i'm all about twisted metal but listen that is a perfect movie why is there no twisted metal movie I don't know. There should be. That's a really good question. Yeah. It's an incredible game. Why have they never... They could they've do, never made a movie of this. If they did You're a right. twisted metal movie, like kind of in the same con- conceptual vein of the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie Running Man, where it was like a quasi-futuristic... Do you, you never saw that movie, right? No. Oh, my God. It's so good. So quasi-futuristic, they take the inmates and they put them into this course where they have to fight their way through all these different villains and it's a game show that everybody in the united states watches and it's like a fight to the death and they put these ex or these convicts in there to fight for their lives and they go through all these different stages and each stage has their own like boss that they gotta fight off why can't we do that now is that like inhumane yeah i think so damn (laughs) um but anyway if they did that like with the twisted metal, but it's cars. Yeah. So like, that would be amazing. Yes, it would be amazing. I would watch every second of that. I played so much. You know what? Twisted Speaking metal. of things, okay. We had a little thing we used to do. Well, everybody else did it except for you. It was called Snarf. Uh, what was that when we had the move? When uh, homework. Yeah, I did one. Snarf talk homework. What, what do we call it? That's what we called it. Snarf talk homework. I think there was another name for it. Anyway, let's bring it back. You want to start it right now? We have to. Running Man. All right. Well, you don't have to watch anything. 
No, it's always I, these I, movies that you've already seen. I gotta I rewatch to it. I, I still have to rewatch it. You better. I will. Where do we get it? Where is it available? Know. I don't know. I'll find out. You go on to the next news. Okay. Running Man. I gotta watch it. Um, they came out with a te- a little bit of a and teaser. And that's for everybody too listening. We're all gonna watch Running Man. Everybody goes and home. We're gonna discuss it uh, next week. Should we do it on a Patreon exclusive only, or should it be part of the show? I think it could be part of the show. Great news. Running Man is available to watch on Netflix. Really? Yep. It's that easy? Uh, let me double check. I'll pull up Netflix and double check. Okay. Everybody's homework from Snarf Talk is to go and watch Running Man, and then we're going to discuss it next week. The Running Man. Arnold Schwarzenegger. The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm going to yes. double check that it's on Netflix right now. However, you got to get it. Just get it, people, and watch it. And then the one we'll do after that, because we did Dark Man. Yes, we did do that. And I didn't do did the, the Phantom. Sh- the Shadow. We, were, we did the Shadow, or, but you never watched it. I didn't watch the Shadow. And then we were going to do the Phantom with Billy Zane, which we also still need to do. That'll be the next one. Okay. Are you sure? Yes, we got to do Okay. Phantom. All right. I agree. The Running Man. Oh, no. That's a cartoon. It's not. When you type in Running Man in Netflix, Strip Tease pops up. Well, that's silly. <laughs> um, Demi Moore. It's not on Netflix. I'm going to figure out where it is, guys. Jerry's going to continue. Uh, Loki came out with a little bit of a teaser. They had. Marvel came out with a montage, right, of all of the Marvel superheroes and was doing a thing, um, teasing all of their superheroes. And they created this spot just for Loki. So they did this montage with superheroes, and then all of a sudden Loki busts through and interrupts the whole thing. But it's just Tom Hiddleston who interrupts everything. He's like, oh, excuse me. Hey, uh, I just wanted to tell you something real quick. Um, He's like, I see you guys talking about all of these superheroes of Marvel all the time, but I have noticed you've left Loki out the majority of times, like almost every time, actually. Yeah, actually, you don't ever talk about me. Um, He's like, but I have a show coming out, and we've moved up the premiere date. Um, So instead of premiering on, what would it be, uh, the 12th, it it was supposed to premiere on June 12th, a Friday. They've moved it up to premiere on a Wednesday, June 9th, and it's going to every week come out on a Wednesday. Which I thought was kind of strange. Yeah, that you put a movie or put a show out on a Wednesday night, but every Wednesday night it's I'm all gonna about come it, out man. and it's gonna start premiering on June 9th on Wednesday. Is it? So. I thought it was sooner than that. Okay. No, that's it was originally slotted for June 12th, and now they moved it up to June 9th, putting it on a Wednesday. What that tells me is I think they're going to release another show at the same time. Then I don't know what would it be. I don't know. Either. I think it's going to be a surprise. So bad news on The Running Man. It's only available on Cinemax, which I'm not going to get. Or no. you can rent it for two ninety nine on Amazon. Are oh, you willing well, to do that? Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. So if anybody's willing to spend $3. $3. You could get it on all platforms for $3. And maybe you can get it cheaper in SD. Probably. Probably Sometimes they the HD. Yeah, but for two ninety nine, I don't feel like they have the option for cheaper. I mean, you can buy it for seven ninety nine. That's a ch- cheap. That's a cheap movie. Oh, sorry, nine ninety nine in four K. All right, so I, I'm willing to uh, I'm willing to rent it. Yes, as am I. Uh, apparently, 
one of the greatest movies ever made that you don't like is getting a sequel. What? It's been confirmed that there is a sequel in development of The Joker. Oh, really? Yeah. It's I mean, conf- it kind of was set up at the end for a sequel. But it's absolutely set up. I thought they had said that they were definitely not doing more at the time. At the time they said that. And then it made a billion dollars. Yes, it made a billion dollars. Then they came out and said, we plan on doing a, we plan on doing a sequel. We just don't know when yet. So well, Batman So that was it? like up in the air, right? And then all of a sudden the whole COVID thing happened and no, it was like, you know, everything went dark. Nobody heard anything about it. And then all of a sudden, just the last week, it popped back up and they said, a Joker sequel is absolutely in development. This is going to happen. Um, so be prepared for that. I'm assuming Joaquin Phoenix would come back on board with that because if he doesn't, it will be a failure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they have to bring Batman in. They're going to have to bring Batman in. Yeah. For sure. There's no doubt. And I, but I don't think it'll be the new Batman. No, I think it'll be Batman Fleck. Honestly, I hope so. He should be. I hope it is him. I hope he does get involved with it. I don't think the It's not new... going to work, though, because that movie was set in the 80s, right? Or 70s or 80s? Yeah. Remember... It's, it's early on. We don't know if that's the same Joker. That's the thing. Right. You don't know what world it's in. Like, we don't know what world, what Batman it is. I guess they don't have to. Have, well, no, they did tease Batman in that show. What's the new Batman's name? What's his name? Robert Pattinson. Yeah. He's not going to be involved with any of the Batman movies, like continuity wise, like with the DC projects. They've already said, like, the Matt Reeves movie is a singular movie. Yeah, that they're going to do that shit until they figure out what it was. But it, it really isn't set in a different world, it's set in a different world a different place like i don't feel like he could fit into any other movie that they're gonna make it, it's just different i think they should get a british batman oh proper british yeah. all right all right all right you got some beans a proper british breakfast <laughs> mr joker that, it. that sounded like <laughs> new, new jersey hey you hey joker is your name a joker you look like a joker, don't you? You proper little chap. <laughs> you got any beans in your pocket? No? Oh, well, I guess we're going to go fight, aren't we? That's pretty good. Uh, Have you been practicing in front of a mirror? No, but I liked doing that. It made me feel special. Uh, Dirk said Death Race was kind of similar to our Twisted Metal movie. And also Nolan said Mad Max Fury Road. Um Fury Road was good. It was good. Death Race, I never saw that. It looked good. Uh, Death Race, wasn't that a um, part of that Grindhouse thing with... Uh, no, I don't think so. Quentin Tarantino? Because I definitely saw that, Grindhouse. I thought that... Or Death Wish. No. Death Race was a movie with Jason Statham. Oh. Oh, yeah. I didn't watch that. He got into some really crazy movies. 2008. I remember that coming out, but I, I didn't That was it. around the high voltage two eras that was not good uh what else you got for news uh captain marvel 2 that's a movie that's going to come out with uh, brie larson uh, she's under some heat right now because she's the worst um 
it's got a new title. They finally made a new title for it, and it is called The Marvels. Yeah, I'm kind of excited because you know that means Kamala Khan. And it and they tell you all of that just by the title. Like if you look at the actual logo, it says the Marvels, and the A has um, the Captain Marvel symbol in the middle of the A, but the S is completely different. So uh, the entire lettering is like red and yellowish, whatever it is. But the S is purple and yellow and black, which is Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel's type of lettering. So you know right there, Miss Marvel's going to be involved. But it also tells you that you are going. There's a Miss Marvel show yes. coming out. You're going to have to watch the Miss Marvel show to know what's going on in Captain Marvel yeah. too. And then we also have the character from WandaVision, who was also Captain Marvel at one point. Oh yeah, absolutely. So um, we got that character that's coming in there, and, and it would be amazing if we could get. I heard this on, it was a fan theory or an idea that I thought was brilliant. If we can get the storyline, if now that we have X-Men, if we can bring Rogue in, and that's oh how, because that's how she gets her powers, right? If that's possible. Because she sucks them from Captain Marvel. Yeah. If that's possible, I, holy cow. That's unbelievable if Rogue could be in there. But she could be the villain. Miss Marvel is going to premiere like fall of 2022 i believe and then directly after that or like late summer 2022 and then directly after that miss mar or uh captain marvel the new one is supposed to come out um i'm in yeah i'm in too i think that'll be really good it's i'm a big fan of ms marvel kamala khan that whole run that comic heavy series. female driven i had it on my list of top 10 comics for new readers you did um it's really good it's worth checking out I've never, I haven't read the new stuff of Miss Marvel, um, but I, I think I'll I haven't read it, it for a while. But um, you know, those first couple of trades. What else you got? I was reading some comments. I'm just trying to catch up. Craig still I has Dark Man on the DVR, dude. You gotta watch it. That movie is so solid gold. Liam yeah. Neeson book was way different. He says I didn't know there was a book. So Darkman, yeah, Darkman I watched because that was with Liam Neeson. Yeah, it's so good. It's Sam Raimi. Remember I, I gushed about Sam Raimi? I don't know if I would say it's so good. It's great. I mean, it's fine. At the end, the very end, he turns around and it's Bruce Campbell. It's amazing. Yeah. Spoilers. Uh, yeah, big time spoilers. Listen, I'm a big Sam Raimi fan. I know you are. Army of Whatever. Darkness is legitimately one of the best movies of all time. I, I agree. It's very good. I've got more news. One more thing. So remember uh, him flipping out at the carnival? Yes, that's the big one that I remember <laughs> him flipping out at a carnival. It was so overacted. Take the fucking bear. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Isn't that what he says? Yeah. He overacts the crap out of this entire movie. Oh, the book Running Man. Uh I yeah, I guess I knew that was a book. I've not read it. Who who wrote that book, Craig? It's somebody famous. That's like Look a famous book. It's not Stephen King, right? I have no idea. Um, he'll tell us. Anyway, I've never read it. Go on. Uh, they, I find this strange, but they put out a trailer for season four of Stranger Things already. And it's not coming out until it's apparently going to be released summer of 2022. 
Why so long? Because of COVID? I don't know. That's a long time. I know. I thought it was weird. I thought it was coming out this year. Cause and then I watched the trailer, and they and they said at the end of it, like set to release summer twenty twenty two. It is Stephen King. Um, but the f- different part of this trailer is that they um are paying attention to all of Eleven's siblings, so all of the other right mutant people inside of the building that she grew up in because they know? couldn't afford as much screen time with Millie Bobby Brown. Correct, but now they're going to afford it because they have all the money in the world to produce what they want to produce. And they show like uh, they show all of these kids in like a playroom doing their like special things, and then it kind of pans out from that room. And there's like a, it reminds me of um, Plinko from Prices Right. Yeah, Prices Right. I couldn't think of it. They have this like Plinko game going. And you can clearly tell like somebody's controlling the piece to drop where they want it to. And then there's different games being played of all these kids. And then it pans out of that room, goes through some double doors. And then the bad guy walking down the hallway goes into that room and he says, he says, good morning, children. How are you? And they're like, oh, hi, dad. And then it pans over to a, a different room and it just has 11. And you can hear her in there like not screaming, but making like a low rumble, I guess. And it just shows the eleven door, and that's basically it for the like the little teaser trailer. But what I read about it is that they're going to um, have a lot more with all of the kids that were involved in that yeah. building, and they're going to be involved a lot more with this. Well, that show. happens at the end of the last season, right? She meets up with like a group of them. Yes, I don't know if I really need a flashback though. I don't know if I want to well, live in that world. Maybe again. they'll minimize the flashbacks. I hope so. I hope they bring it to like the future yeah. and they give you a little bit of a flashback just as like a a build up or a, like a storyline to each character. Like where the, you, we all know they came from that place. I hate flashbacks. But I can't yeah, stand them. It just really feels like it sets the story back. Like you want the story to advance. You want to see what's coming next. When you take a flashback and you have to wait. For me, this is the way it feels. You have to wait to learn about this character, and then you're all of a sudden thrown back into the story after you've learned about that character. I'm just like, man, I feel like that's like poor storytelling because you could keep it a little more fluid. I don't know if it's poor. I mean, I look at a show like um, that was phenomenal, The Queen's Gambit. Yes. A lot of flashbacks in that. And every time they flashback, I got annoyed. Not really. I mean, it was in. It was linear to the storyline. Yeah, I guess you're right. It it, yeah, it yeah, kept yeah, with the right. story. You know what I mean? Well, I, the, I don't like the, it when well, you meet this person, you do part of the story, and then they do a flashback to tell you about their childhood, and then you flash back to the story where you're at. Well, they did a lot of that in the last season of Doom Patrol. I don't like that. And it, that was the worst part about it. Although it was great, you probably haven't watched it yet because you suck. Not with Survivor on. Oh my god. I gotta watch Survivor. All right, let's keep keep on rolling because we gotta do our uh, list. And That's all the news I got. So let's get into the list, man. Uh, well, which one are we doing? Are we doing best? Uh, I told most you unforgettable '80s cartoons that Jerry you had said, to. Pick. I have to pick because you're the you're the article guy. I bring the news. You bring the articles. All right, we're gonna do. We are gonna do most unforgettable. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. Uh, most unforgettable 80s cartoons. Deal. 
That's what we're going to do. Let's hit it. We're going to talk about the top. Hit according it. Hit it. according hit to hit Ranker, I mean, I got 25 here, so I mean, we can keep going. Oh my gosh, there's so many. All right, we're just going to we're going to roll through them. Most mm-hmm. unforgettable 80s cal- uh, cartoons. Do you remember um Alf, the animated mm-hmm. series? Yeah. Oh, Gordon Shumway? <laughs> yes, absolutely I remember him. That was his earth name. The the animated series though. No, I I watched the the actual TV show, like the live show. Um, I did watch some of the animated series, but I was more of a live oh TV there's, show. There's so many, and I can't talk about all of them. So I'm going to start from 100, but I'm only going to pick ones. Eating that... cats? Yes, that's like true. Like he ate cats. But I've always remembered his Earth name as Gordon Shumway, and I've used it multiple times as a alias. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to bring up ones that jump out at me until we get to like the top 25, then we'll talk about them. Number 73 on this list is uh, Camp Candy. Do you remember that? With John Candy I, and Eugene Levy? Yes, I remember it. I didn't watch it. I, I have watched some of it, but I remember the show being called Camp Candy. I don't necessarily remember the premise. Oh, Jerry needs to watch second season of Doom Patrol. They have character based on him. Nolan, what character? Now you got me curious. What? They have a character based on Elf? Um, oh, David saying TMNT, He-Man, oh, Snarf. Oh, we're going to get there. I, I just, that one jumped out at me. Um, do you remember Rambo and the Forces, the Forces of Freedom? Nope. I don't remember that. I, I barely remember that one. So I did know. not know Rambo had an animated show. Do you remember um, The Legend of Zelda? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I watched that. I've actually watched that recently. It's I've, very bad. Yeah, I used but it to was watch on it. with the Super Mario Super Show. So yeah, so, and so I used to watch weeks, that. They would too. play like fifteen minutes of Mario and then fifteen minutes of Zelda. And whenever the Zelda one came up, I was like, "Yes, it's another Zelda." How one. were you watching these shows? What were they on? They were on just TV, regular TV. They weren't on cable. No, I know, but I got cable. Uh, I got a satellite dish pretty early. And these were Saturday morning cartoons. I know, but they would play reruns on like Cartoon Network at yeah. the time. Like Cartoon Network was a new thing. And I watched a lot of 80s shows in the 90s on Cartoon Network. And well, I remember watching that one because it was 89. So, I mean, yeah, I was too. Um, do you remember his catch line, Zelda or Link's catch line? Excuse no. me, princess. I don't remember that. It's really terrible. Anyway, um, do you remember Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling? No, I I don't remember it either. No, it was eighty-five, but I don't remember. That that sounds amazing. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Okay, now we're into the top. Uh, My Little Pony. Oh yeah, yeah. Katie, my sister, used to watch My Little Pony, Um, and she had like My Little Pony, like a caboodle. Of My Little Pony stuff and and pencils, a book bag. Oh, Cowboys of Moo Mesa was definitely 90s. Yes, that was a a 90s show, but we used to watch it all the time. Gummy Bears, I know. Bouncing here and there and everywhere. You're doing it wrong. We are the Gummy Bears. Gummy Bears. Bouncing Bouncing here here and there and everywhere. High adventure, that's beyond Beyond compare. compare. We are the Gummy Bears. Yeah. 
What what dashing and daring, courageous and caring, caring. Yeah. marching along <laughs> as the song fills the air. Nice. We used to sing that in a uh, chorus. Really? Yeah. All right, that was a good one. Uh, the raccoons. Don't remember that. I don't remember that either, but that sounds awesome. And I need to watch the <laughs> raccoons. I'm gonna. Uh, if they would have named that show Trash Pandas, <laughs> it would have sold so many. This is one that. I don't remember. I remember seeing it. Speed Racer, Flexo, Smurfs. Of course, Smurfs. this is one I remember being on. I'm not remembering it though. It's called Brave Star. Mm, I don't know that. Oh, I like I don't know that. when I immediately when I saw the name and the the picture, a Native American marshal and his friends keep the peace on the frontier planet of New Texas. I remember that show. No, I don't remember it. Oh man, that's that's a. It sounds good. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see what else we've got. Um, Danger Mouse. Yes. That I was do remember one. Danger Mouse. 81. Uh, the Incredible Hulk, the cartoon, but from 82. I so remember a I later remember 90s Incredible Hulk. Maybe that's what I'm yeah, remembering. This one is an older one. Um, Thundar the Barbarian. Yep. I never watched saw that, that a lot. That was before. That was on Cartoon Network. I used to watch Thunder a lot. Uh, New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I watched that. Of course. A lot. Um, Super Mario Brothers Super Show comes yeah. in at 32. I love that. I was watching that the other day with the kids. It's on uh, Netflix, I think. It's a great show. Um, it's not. It's actually terrible. What? It's not good. What was bad about it? It's just like the game. Yeah, kind of, but the beginning member has real people. It's got like oh, uh, no, I don't remember Mario that. and Luigi, and I think the guy I who only plays remember, Mario was like a professional wrestler. I only remember it as a cartoon. It, well, it started off as like they're real people, and that was like the first ten minutes of the show, and then they'd go like into the cartoon world. Oh, I don't remember that part. Yeah. Hmm. Um, that was thirty-two, thirty-one. Dennis the Menace. Watched a lot of that. Yep. Used to watch Dennis the Menace all the time. Number 29. Do you remember Silverhawks? No. I remember, like, I'm looking at the picture and it looks familiar, but I don't have a lot of recollection. Here's one that I definitely watched a lot of. Beetlejuice. Oh, yes. The animated series. I used to watch that all the time. I was so obsessed with Beetlejuice. Jerry's dad quit listening in 1999 <laughs> when Jerry quit the seventh grade baseball. <laughs> Uh, Duckula is on this list. Yes. Duckula. I don't know that one. <laughs> I like this. Jerry's dad definitely turned off the podcast while you guys were singing Gummy Bears. Uh, yep. <laughs> Inspector Gadget. That's got to be an We're getting show. there. We're getting there. The Scooby and Scrappy-Doo Puppy Hour. Remember Scrappy-Doo? I do remember Scrappy-Doo. Yeah. Um, I, I think I watched that show. Scooby and Scrappy's, uh, what was it, Puppy Hour? I mean, I don't remember specifically that name because there were so many different Scooby-Doo but shows. But I, I do remember, remember them, the Scrappy-Doo ones. I remember them being together as well. Yeah. Like, there was a Scrappy-Doo cartoon with him by himself, but there was a Scooby-Doo and Scrappy together that I remember That's watching. That's probably the one. Yeah. Uh, the Snorks. Yes. Snorks. They, they were had the little trumpet the nose. Smurfs underwater, basically. Yes. I, I watched that. That was a good show. I don't know if they had a trumpet nose as much as it was something coming out of their head, wasn't it? No, I thought it was like on their face. It was like a trumpet type nose. I think, no, it was out of their head. Are you sure? Yes. It Are came you looking up, it up? Yes, I'm looking at it right now. 
I got to look it up because I, I remember the shape of it. Scrappy Doo was such a smart ass. Yes, he was. Oh, it was out of their head. That's silly. Should yeah. have been on their nose. Hmm. I guess I'll have to talk to that company, get that fixed. All right. Do you remember um, Mask? M A S K. Not there was a Mask Jim Carrey Mask animated show. Not yeah, that there one. was. No, I don't remember this one either. I remember. I feel like I remember action figures of it, but I don't remember. It's French Canadian, so nobody cares. Nobody cares. Eh, we we in Quebec. Uh, eh, in the Quebec, would you like poutine? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they said on that show all the time. Uh, here's one I watched a lot of. Heathcliff, Heathcliff, you're Heathcliff, the one. Yes. Number 24, Heathcliff. Came out in 1980. I must have been watching reruns of that. Super Garfield like knockoff, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, there was Heathcliff, but after that, this is the one I remember. Heathcliff and the Cadillac Cats. There I was remember a, that was too. It was a later cartoon. It was a ba- they had, he there had was a band. bunch of them. Yeah. And they lived in the trash cans dumpsters and dumpsters. And, yep. Loved that show. Do you remember Dungeons and Dragons? Did you watch that? No. I mean, I remember the show. I did. I never watched it. It was a little early. That was the early early eighties. Um, Shira, the princess. Shira, of Power. yeah, I watched that. I never watched that. Um, it's oh, there's a new Shira right on Netflix. Like it got remade. Maybe. Yeah, hundred percent. Number twenty, the Care Bears. Oh yeah, watched a lot of Care. Watched Bears. a lot of Care Bears. My sister was also very into Care Bears. Really? Like? Oh yeah. How do you get really into Care Bears? She changed her body to have a red heart into her belly. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. Like it was body dysmorphia. It was a problem. There's good fishing in Quebec, Dirk says. I've been to Quebec, but we should go up there on a fishing trip. Let's go. Let's go. Heathcliff, man. That's great. Gumby, uh, I think, is way pre-80s. Gumby's from before the 80s, right? Gumby? I yeah, did that's watch a 70 Gum- show. I did I, watch Gumby all I the time. I watched a lot but... of Gumby, but um, yeah, I think that's a 70 show. When did Here's Gumby... one that I loved. Number 19, Muppet Babies. First there. Muppet Babies. Baby. No, 1988. Really? Gumby premiered January 1st, 1988. Well, that makes sense because I remember watching Gumby all the time. And I, I did guess too. That would, have been, that would have been around the right time. Wow. Muppet Babies, though, I watched a lot of that. Did you ever watch that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Loved that show. That was one of my favorite shows because I always liked how they start reading a book and then they get sucked into like the book world. Like imagination. Yeah. There's a new Muppet Babies on Disney Junior now. It's terrible. Don't watch it. September 15th, 1984. That's when the Muppet Babies came out. Yeah. I could have just told you that because I'm looking. At oh, it. you knew it? Oh, on my list. Uh, number 17, Disney Adventures of the Gummy Bears. Gummy Bears, I, ha- I own. Gummy the- Bears. Bouncing here and there. <laughs> Is that not right? No, that's right. No, it isn't. That's. Gummy Bears. Bouncing here and there. We just sang it. I thought that was Care Bears. No. What's the Care Bear? I don't know. Theme song. Uh, the gu- I have the box set, the DVD box set of Gummy Bears. I own it. Really? Mm-hmm. Can I have it? I bought it for my kids. And then mm. they showed no interest in it. And then they're like, we don't like any of that. We don't want this. I Get don't it care away about me. this. Do I you... bought gummy bears. I bought tailspin. 
They're like, we really prefer gummy worms. Do you have those? Because <laughs> yeah. I want to eat gummy worms. Um, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Watched a lot of that. Yeah, that's an 80s? 83. Wow. But it was on for a long time. I think it was probably on in the 90s, like a new show in the 90s. Yeah, I'm positive. There was they all had kinds of Alvin and the Chipmunks yeah. when we were kids. Uh, Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends from 1981. I don't know if I saw that. I mean, I'm sure I saw it here and there, but... I'm sure I saw some of it. Doesn't but hold a candle to the '90s Spider-Man, which is one of the greatest animated shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Voltron. Do you watch a lot of Voltron? I saw some Voltron. I, I used wa- to watch I it, but watch I was a big Transformers guy. Yeah, we're gonna Transformers better be on there because I watched number a lot of thirteen. That. Uh, I think David mentioned Garfield and Friends. Loved it. Oh yeah. You know my favorite part when they went to the farm. It's not the lasagna. No, my favorite part was the farm animals. You know how some episodes wouldn't have Garfield? They'd be on that farm. Yes. And there'd be a Sheldon. Yeah. The chick that was always in the egg. Remember that? He could never get out of the egg. I think it was Sheldon. I got to look that up. It had to be. Yeah. Couldn't get out of the egg. Sheldon. Then there was the the pig. Loved it. It's my favorite. Uh, Fat Albert was from the 70s. Hey, hey, hey. And I didn't watch a lot of Fat Albert. Yeah, Sheldon. It was just the legs. Yeah. And the egg walking around. Here's a real humdinger of a show. I love it so much. I actually just ordered some toys of the show that got re-released. Walmart did a special re-release. Hasbro did. Really? Of the real Ghostbusters toys from the 80s that I had. No way. And for th- You still have some of them. I have, a, like, all of them. And they're re-releasing those original toys in new packaging. At Walmart, you can go buy them right now. I bought an Ecto one. Are you was, joking me? Are they like in stores? No, you have to order them online. It's oh. a special Walmart website. They're only they have. Um, uh, let me find. Uh, let me find what it is. But it, it's like thirty bucks for the Ecto one. Thirty nine ninety seven. Can you buy it at regular Walmart now? It says Walmart free shipping. I I don't know. Yeah, Ghostbusters Kenner Classic. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I bought them on the first release day because I knew they were going to sell out. Holy I actually bought. Smokes. I think I bought two because I figured I'd put one on eBay. Yeah, you should. Or just give it to me. Oh, pre-order available. That's what I did. I pre-ordered it. It doesn't come out for a couple of months, I think, but... Um, anyway, the real Ghostbusters, I absolutely loved, loved, loved that cartoon. I also liked... Um, I also liked the second Extreme Ghostbusters that was out in the 90s, I believe. I don't remember that one. Um, yeah, they had uh, a very diverse crew of um, racially and uh, men and women crew <laughs> okay. and a handicapped Ghostbuster in a wheelchair. Really? Like they were making a concerted effort to be more diverse at the Extreme Ghostbusters. That's way ahead of its time. Yeah, it was great. It still was good. Really? I don't know why I just said it still was good. It was good. Okay. That that came Check yourself. I should. Before you wreck yourself. Anyway, uh, yeah. That was a great show. (laughs) Did they also re-release the Ecto Cooler High Seat? They did recently. They did recently, yeah. Yeah, we got it. Uh, I thought we had some too last summer. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's get back to it. That was 12. Number 11 is the Bugs Bunny show. Of course. I mean, but I just remember Looney Tunes. There was a separate Bugs Bunny show? Yes. 
I guess I don't necessarily remember that. I watched all it of says it. It 1960, so it must have just been. Maybe they're talking about they Looney must be Tunes, talking but there Looney was Tunes. a separate Bugs Bunny show that was out as well. Like they did separately. It was just, but it was a collection of like Bugs Bunny stuff mm. that they put out as a cartoon. Number ten, also one of my favorites. Oh, we're in the top ten. Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. Chip and Dale, when in danger. You know it never fails with something, something. <laughs> anyway, love it. I have the original Nintendo game. I love Chippendales. Uh, number nine, they have The Simpsons. I don't think that should count. No. And it, first of all, it like... Get them out of there. 1989. 1990. Number eight, Inspector Gadget. Love that bum, show, bum, 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 bum. Inspector, Inspector Gadget. Dun, 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 dun. I love that show. Great. Number seven, The Smurfs. I was never a big Smurf fan. I watched some of The Smurfs. My brother was a huge Smurfs fan. Yeah. Um, but I would say I was more of an Inspector Gadget fan than I was Smurfs. Loved Inspector I watched Gadget. Inspector Gadget so much. Number six, G.I. Joe. Absolutely. Real American Hero. Watch the shit oh out of that. Oh, my gosh. That show... I, don't, I think that was one of the most cartoons that I watched besides Batman, was yeah. G.I. Joe. Well, and Transformers. Uh, number five, one of the best cartoons of all time, DuckTales. Yes. DuckTales. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, and the new DuckTales is also great. Is it really? On Disney X- X- XD, or is it just on Disney? I don't know, but it's really good. I haven't watched it. Great. Number I just f- always was fascinated with Scrooge McDuck diving into... The money pen? The money like, when I was a kid, I was like, yes, I would love to do that. But as I've gotten older, I realized you, that would hurt yeah. so bad. I, like, he would be destroyed. I always loved uh, Launchpad McQuack when he turned into, like, the cyborg superhero dude. Yes. It's great. It's, it's unbelievable. The Beagle Boys. Ma Beagle. Ma Beagle. Uh, number four, obviously, probably my favorite thing as a child. Teenage Mutant Ninja Wait, Turtles. Wait, obviously, probably? Probably my favorite thing as a child, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Chuck Lorre. He did that? And wrote, wrote, played, and sang the theme song. No way. Yep. That was like the first, one of the first things he ever did. Then he went on to make the Big Bang Theory. and Wow. And uh, what the Charlie Sheen won. They're the world's most fearsome fighting teens. Uh, number three, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. You know, I, I didn't watch much of that. I, I saw some of it. I, I had a lot of the toys. Everybody did. But I a think lot of them like, I got from my cousins I, older co- that, that were a little older than me, like 10 years older than me. So I would get a lot of theirs when they got... But I felt like that was the classic toy that you saw in the store Yeah, that was like, oh, I should have this because I'm a child. And I want somebody that looks tough. Yeah. And you bought He-Man stuff. I'm really excited for Kevin Smith's new show to come out. It's going to be good. It, it will be good. I'm holding hope that it will be good. I just don't know if I will like the animation style. I think it'll be good. Number two, Thundercats. Thunder. Thunder. Thundercats. Thundercats. Ho! It's a great show. Panthro is my favorite. And they're remaking that too, right now? Yeah. As a movie. 
Oh, I didn't know Isn't that. I thought movie? it was going to be a show. Um, and it's like a famous dude doing it. Uh, it's the guy that made Kong Gorilla or Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, really? Is doing a Thundercats movie. Listen. So everybody loves Lionel, but the problem I had with the TV show or like the anime animated show as I as I got older is that every episode was about Lionel getting in trouble and everyone else saving him. And it and it causes a problem. Like why is he the guy that everybody loves. He's the one that's always being saved. He's the one that's always got a problem. Panthro come, comes in like muscle dude driving the tank around. And everybody else, what was it? Cheetar or Cheetor? Cheetor. Cheetara? I think it was Cheetara. Either way, all of the supporting cast was better than Lionel. He may have held the sword up. He may have been the lead of the team. He wasn't. Was he got it? saved by everybody else, and Panthro was the shit. And then, of course, there was Snarf. Well, right. Remember, Not affiliated with our name whatsoever. So don't remember when we went to the guy who created He Man? Yes. And the artist and creator of He Man. Yep. We met him at we a did. booth, talked to him. I asked him if he had any original artwork of Snarf, and he looked at me like I just murdered a puppy in front of him. Yeah, it was bad. And he's just like, nope. And I'm like, oh, really? Oh, oh man, that's a bummer. He's like, nope, I wouldn't know anything about that. And then I'm like, okay. I'm like, we walked away. And you didn't think of anything at the time either. I didn't, but I... I'm like, man, that was a really weird exchange, wasn't it? And then I'm like, wait a minute. That was Thundercats. Like that guy doesn't have anything to do with Thundercats. That guy made He Man, and it's his life's work. And now he's sitting in a booth at a Comic Con for a living, and I just insulted him. Well, and it was like an hour later where I was looking at the backdrop of his booth, and I remember saying, "Like, I that's not the guy who did that." And you're like, "Oh shit." I just asked him for a snarf poster. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. Number one is. What's the number one? What's your guess? Uh, what haven't we said? Your favorite. Transformers. Oh, Transformers. More than meets the eye. That is a phenomenal cartoon. Did you watch it? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I watched everybody watch Transformers. I really thought G.I. Joe would be a lot higher on that list. I mean, I liked G.I. Joe more than Transformers. I I feel like a lot of people did. You know, frankly, I liked the later Transformers shows better in the 90s, like Beast Wars. I did, too. Loved loved Beast Wars, Wars. man. And that was on Fox. And then they had another one, another Transformers in the 90s that was a little more computer animated. Yeah. Not Beast Wars, because that was also computer animated. Yep. But it was a little more computer animated 3D modeling type thing. And I really like that one. But the original, ter- uh, the original Transformers, was great, but man, you can't beat that. Yeah. That's yeah. what started the whole franchise. Like that started everything for Transformers. And I loved it. Actually, the toys. No, I know. Everything. But I'm saying like where everybody latched on to Transformers was from that cartoon. And they played it forever. Yeah. Forever. It seemed like forever. No, they, I think they played that original cartoons like even into the 90s into the 90s yeah. i used to watch it Reruns on saturday morning time. cartoons on yeah. the 90 in the 90s 
It was great. I agree with that. So that's the best 80, most unforgettable 80s cartoons. Um, next week, we'll have our own top 10. We will. I don't know if that was as entertaining for people as I thought it would be, but... I thought it was fun. It's fine. Just <laughs> listening to them, I think it's fun. Yeah. No, I mean, I just... Actually, my favorite thing... And there was some other ones I skipped over, like Super Friends, because that was from the 70s. So I don't know why it's on that's the list for 80s. not in the 80s. Um, I did watch the Super Friends. Not a lot, Mm-mm. frankly, to be honest. But um, anytime the Super Friends was on, I'm like, man, this looks old. Because it was. Yeah. And it doesn't look good. Yeah. No. But I do. I did like it because it was superheroes. But when you're comparing that with like a G.I. Joe, I mean, come on. It's not the same. G.I. Joe was amazing. That's why I'm surprised G.I. Joe was so far down the list. Well, it was like five. I know. I thought it would be two or one. Count Duckula is definitely on the list. Somebody mentioned that um, at number 45. Um, there's a bunch of other ones, but. Oh, that's good. That's our, that's our childhood. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then there's the 90s ones. We bridged the gap. Yes. I mean, we were definitely. So in 1990, I was six years old. So I, I had watched a lot of cartoons prior to six. And all of those 80s shows were in reruns well into the 90s. Well, see, and that's, that's where I saw all of them, was reruns into the 90s. Because yeah. I was three in 1990, so. Right. But, Much younger than you. Like, but then you get to later 90s, you know, I wasn't watching cartoons anymore. Like, if you're talking about, you know, after 94, I was older than 10. So, I mean. See, and I wasn't 10 until 97, so. Yeah. So by the by the later mid to late nineties, I was more watching things like Ghost Rider. Yeah, Ghost Rider, um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Like people shows. Yeah. Oh, I or like Batman, Spider Man, X Men. Gargoyles. Gargoyles. Oh, I just I bought that. I, I know. I love it. I bought it and then Disney Plus came out. And you can it's free on there, I think. Is it on there? I'm sure. Right, it's Disney. It's got to be. It's so good. I haven't went back and watched. We it, met the I creator of Gargoyles. Remember that the yep. artist and absolutely, what? I remember that he was the the illustrator, character designer, and like he drew it. He didn't create the show, but no, I know. But he had the original drawings of Captain Planet. Not on the list, but I watched a lot of Captain Planet. Maybe that was nineties. It might have been nice. No, it's Captain Planet. He's our hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. Yeah, we'll do 90s next week. How about Earth. That? Wind. Water. Water. Heart. Heart. <laughs> the dude had a little monkey. He had a monkey? Yeah, he had a monkey. I don't remember that. Yeah. And is that had- all it is? Is Earth, Wind, Heart, Fire? And- I thought there was fire. Earth, wind, and fire, man. Earth, wind, fire, heart. I don't remember. I remember heart being the last one. Captain it... Planet and the Planeteers. Yeah. Um, the Planeteers were Kwame, possesses the power of Earth. Wheeler. Earth. Controls the power of fire. Fire. Linka, from the Soviet Union. Produ- Linka has the power of wind. Wind! Um, in later episodes, stated as being from Russia after the communist regime's collapse. 
Good, good idea. Wheeler was from New York. Kwame was from Africa. Uh, Guy was from Asia, controls the power of water. And Mati from Brazil wields the power of heart. So there and was five of them. Suchi was Mati's pet monkey. So he had a pet monkey. Yeah. He didn't have the symbol of a monkey. No, I didn't see his symbol. Of, I said he had a monkey. No, I thought you said like... His power wasn't monkey. He didn't throw monkeys. He's like, he's got his meant. ring and he's like, monkey. monkey. <laughs> it's like shooting monkeys out. Earth, fire, wind, monkey. <laughs> um, yeah. And then there was the eco village. Remember Hoggish Greedly? Yeah. Voiced by Ed Asner. He did? Yeah. Yeah. He was a bad guy who always. Polluted. Rigor, voiced by John Ratzenberger. Wow. Yeah. John Ratzenberger. Vermin, verminous Scum, voiced by Jeff Goldblum. Holy smokes. Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem was in that show. Uh, but he was a doctor who changed himself into a radioactive mutant who represents the misuse of nuclear power. Oh, my gosh. Uh, there was Dr. Barbara Blight. Oh, the Blight. You always got to get Voiced rid of Blight. Voiced by Meg Ryan. Luton, this is a winner. Luton Plunder. There was Sly Sludge. Voiced <laughs> by Martin Sheen. This is this awesome. Is, I didn't know any of this. I didn't either. Zarm. Voiced by Sting. Are you joking me? No. It's crazy. You know, Kwame was voiced by LeVar Burton. I this mean, had a hell of a cast, that's, man. Who was Captain Planet? David Coburn. A nobody. Forgotten. Don't feel know bad him. for him. Uh, and then there was a Captain Pollution, mm-hmm. who is like the counterpart to Captain Planet. Really? Yeah. Surprising. That's that, when that, they started the liberal agenda. It was a Captain Planet. Really? That's, that's, what why, that that's why we have all these problems now. I didn't know. Yeah. It was a good show. It created global climate change. Captain Planet did. Really? Yeah. That's where that came from? Yeah, that's think where so? it started. It all started there. All right, we got to do what we're watching. We don't have a lot of time. Um, I haven't watched that much because I have been uh, in the planner super late every night, but I do have some stuff. I got four shows, so two of them I think you've watched. I'm going to hit on two before we get into the other two that you've seen. I started watching a show called Mosquito Coast. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, if you have it, I would say start to watch it. What's so it called? Mosquito Coast? Yeah. Apple Plus. Yeah. And it's with Justin Thoreau. Uh, he was dating... Not Justin Trudeau. Not Justin Trudeau. He does... From Quebec. Yeah. No involvement with Canada. Whatsoever. No poutine. No poutine. He's dated Jennifer Aniston for a while. Okay. You know, I think they were engaged and she like broke it off with him. But um, famous actor. And what I'll tell you is like Mosquito Coast. So him and his family, he's got like he's a married man and he's got a daughter and a son. They're of a, like teenage years. And he comes off in the first episode as like this mild mannered, um, like custodian of a business. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he's running from people and being chased by the government, the US government. 
um, like the FBI is looking for him and he is a wanted man. It does play a little bit into like cops are bad and we don't trust the government type stuff. But it's also because of what he's into. I've only seen two episodes so far. So you don't really know what he's into. And the whole idea is like they're running from the government, running from the police to try to not be caught. And they're going to Mexico. They're going to cross the border, get into Mexico. You boys like Mexico? Yeah, it's kind of like that. But his family's involved and like they set it up to where he's like, he's talking to his wife and he says, you know, this day was coming. We all knew this day was coming. We're prepared for it. Like, let's do what we're prepared for. But they keep you in the dark the whole time. Like you, I don't know what he's up to. I don't know what he was into. You don't know anything, even after two episodes. So it's filmed very well. The acting's very good. Um, I feel like the story will be good. I'm just still in the dark about it. Um, you know, that kind of reminds me of a show. It's kind of fun, though. Do you remember the show from when we were younger? It was in the, on the, in the 90s. It was a primetime show. It was called Nowhere Man. Mm-mm. You don't remember that show? No, I don't. It was about this dude who, I, it's, I guess it's not super similar, but um, he just like wakes up one day and like he is, doesn't exist anymore. Like in the system, his family doesn't know who he is. Nobody knows who he is. Um, the government's like after I him. I feel like I know this. The government's like after him. They're like chasing him. He's like trying to figure out like how he doesn't seem to exist anymore. Like his own wife is just like, who are you? I feel like this was a movie recently. Was it? Yeah. Nowhere Man was like MacGyver time. Um, maybe it wasn't called Nowhere Man. I don't remember. Yeah, American TV sh- series. Uh, an American mystery science fiction thriller television show that aired on UPN Monday nights from 1995 <laughs> wow. to 1996. Oh, okay. Long, I Solid can't believe it stuck in my head so much <laughs> from a one-year run on UPN starring Bruce Greenwood. The series was created by Lawrence Herzog. Um, despite critical acclaim, including the TV Guide label. Remember TV Guide? Absolutely. Holy cow. Everybody used to get a TV guide. Oh my God. I love TV guides. My guide. grandparents the would have been like, in the world. let's check the TV guide. But we never had one of those little ones. We never got the little ones. That you you never the got the little store. book? No, no. We got the bigger magazine size ones that came with the paper. Oh yeah. That's what I used to get. But my grandparents always had. The, my grandma June always the had little the little ones that book. were like a Reader's Digest size. Yes. It was a Reader's Digest, I think. No, that Reader's Digest was a magazine. But it, it was, was a book. Size. It was yeah. a book, like a little book. Um, we never got like the TV guide from the. I always wanted every time we went to the supermarket, they're always there by the checkout counter, right? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, mom, we got to get a TV guide. She's like, no, we get one in the paper. You get one in the because we used to get the Chicago Tribune on Sundays, and it would come in the Tribune. Did you get the Tribune? We did. Are you paying attention to me at all? I was trying to read a comment. Yeah, I am. The Doom Patrol character based on Jerry should be obvious. How does Jerry get rid of all illness and problems? So there's obviously a character in Doom Patrol that flexes out. Yeah, we've talked about it a million times. Flex Mentalo. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, the man no, I remember that. Muscle mystery. Yeah. No, I knew that. <laughs> of course, that's based off of me. Um, anyway, so Mosquito anyway, Coast. Nowhere Man is the story of photojournalist Thomas <laughs> Vale, who discovers that his life has been abruptly erased. His friends claim to not know him. His wife claims to not recognize him, and he's living and is living with another man. His ATM cards, credit cards, no longer work. His best friend is dead. His private studio is now owned by someone else. His mother, recovering from a stroke, is incapable of confirming his existence. He is ejected from his favorite restaurant as a total lunatic in the course of a single evening. Every trace of his identity is gone. And he, and he's a photographer, so he thinks it's because of like something he took a picture of. He's a photojournalist. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into this whole government conspiracy. It's a good show. It sounds good. It's much better than The Mosquito Coast. Can, can I talk about that now? Yeah, sure. I thought you like already that? did. I thought you were done. I did. Okay. Uh, I I think it's going to be a good show. I it like I said, the cinematography, like all of the acting, is very good. Um, there are more episodes out that I haven't watched, but it looks like it's going to be really good. I just hope that the story progresses a little bit because as of right now, you have no information of what is like happening yeah happening besides this family running going to mexico where his teenage daughter was like no i'm not going with you i'm not doing this like i have a life why why is this happening and he just keeps saying like just trust me i promise it's gonna work out but he's not giving any information even to his family you you pick it up that his wife knows what's going on because she's kind of like on board and gets things moving but it seems interesting um so i think it's something i'm going to continue to watch because it looks very good it's like a movie it's watching a movie every episode and they're hour-long episodes so um it seems good so that's one that i saw and then amy and i randomly i didn't plan on doing this but last weekend amy all of a sudden came to me and she's I think it was on Saturday. And she's like, let's start watching The Witcher. And my eyes lit up. And I was like, what? It's like, you want to watch the show? Like the actual show? She said, yeah, it sounds really good. I've listened to you talk about it on the podcast. You've talked about it at home. Like, I want to start watching The Witcher. It's like, get her rolling. So we started watching The Witcher. I think we're six episodes in. And man, I love it. Just everything, like seeing it. And to be honest, I am picking up on brand new things because when I originally watched this show, it was, you know, when I have the availability to watch shows and I normally fall asleep. And then like three episodes will play and I'll have to go back and rewatch whatever's going on. So watching it during the day uh, to where I could watch the entire episodes all the way through. I am seeing so many things that I did not pick up on before or I had missed. And I am so like, I sit there extremely excited, like staring at the show and then looking at Amy and then looking at the show and looking at Amy. And I'm like, what does she think? Cause I actually, um, when that show came out, like a lot of female friends of mine were really into that show. So, like it was a lot of them too, to the point where I was like, I can't believe that this many women are interested in this show, but they were. Yeah. So she, she's enjoying it for sure. She was not a big fan of like the second and third episodes where it was kind of 
and and I agree where it was kind of prolonged into the whole um like Yennefer story. Yeah. It was a very long sit for Yennefer's story, like for her to become the actual sorceress yeah, I remember that she that was. Being a little slow. In the beginning, it was very interesting and in seeing her like get into that like witch deal. But then once she was in that like training and whatever she was doing, it just was like prolonged, I yep. think a little bit too much. And I didn't realize that in the first watching because I probably fell asleep and didn't know that it was that long. Uh, but this time it was a little long and she had a, a problem with that. But all in all, I mean, she's in, you know, she loves the Witcher because I think she's like extremely attracted to, uh, what's his name? Henry Cavill. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. I yeah. don't I mean, blame her at all. Can't blame her for that. Every time I look at him and I was like, yeah. And I look at her as if I could be like that, I would, but it's just not capable <laughs> for me. So this is what you got. Like good thing. The Witcher's on here so that you could see him because he's an attractive man. Yeah really is great show love it and it's been fun i i have so much fun re-watching shows with amy that i've already know i love like even though i'm re-watching it it is more fun for me to watch somebody like get that experience for the first time like when we sat and watched amy and i watched all of the lord of the rings because she had not watched all of them all the way through I had more fun watching her experience with that. And the same with my kids, you know, and you have the same thing. Watching your kids watch shows that you've loved. Is I, w- so I, mean, I wish I could get my kids to watch fun. anything awesome, but they don't. It's few and far between for me, but yeah, when it happens, it is so fun. Yeah. I mean, we rewatched the Guardians of the Galaxy movies the other day, both of them <laughs> with, the, with Cash. And he absolutely loved them. So that was fun. Those are the only two that he'll watch, though, like Marvel. No, no. He's seen most of them. Has he? Yeah, he's seen most of them. That's good. Um, can I do one? Yeah. So those are the two like newest things that I've watched besides uh, a couple that we're going to do right now. All right. Well, I have one that you haven't watched, and that is uh, I finished season one of Shadow and Bone. Amy watched all of that. She did? Yeah, she already told me about it, and I have not watched it yet. Um, it's a big deal, apparently. It is a big deal. It was a big, big book series. It, Netflix has been talking about it for like two years. Right, so she read all of those books. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think overall, I really enjoyed it. I don't think it was anything... It didn't blow me away. Um, it, the acting isn't like superb. Um, it's very much a YA... Yes. Drama. That's what I picked up. Like on. part and it, it and then there's the cool thing, the good thing about it, I will say, is there's enough different things going on that there's a little bit of something that everybody can grab onto. Cause there is a significant like romance aspect towards the middle of it, the season, which isn't really my jam. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, uh, oh, this is what it's gonna be. Because you're dead inside. Yeah. Yeah. But there was enough other things. Like, there's, it's a cool concept. Well, and Amy brought it up to me. This is why Amy wanted to watch The Witcher, because she said, I watched this series, Shadow and Bone, from a book series I read. She's like, and I've heard you talk about The Witcher, and it seems like it would be similar. She's like, and I want to get into that. 
like the setting no i mean not super similar no no um shadow and bone it reminds me more of like a it's definitely fantasy because there are magi i guess i would call them i don't yeah. remember what they're called grisha in the show but they're like magic users it, it feels very much like turn of the century like guns are just becoming a thing well that's why she said like well she's like you said the witcher has certain powers and oh yeah so there are like those there's like that faction and then there's like it's kind of in a really rough sense game of thronesy where there's these different factions like vying for control yeah and um in the middle of it there's this thing called the fold which is just oh the fold you never want to be in the fold yeah this this is like dark area where there's these like demons and you can't like travel through it like it's very dangerous to go through it and it's separating these two parts of this country ravka and west ravka okay and you find out more about how that formed and what the whole point of it is but the whole idea is this main character girl, you find out like she's called the Sun Summoner. And she's like the, ch- the first one in a long time that's able to summon sunlight, which is can... I mean, if you can do that. Can tear down the fold, which is darkness. I would understand that. So it's, it's definitely got some... There's sounds good. Some characters I really enjoyed. Um, there's some storylines I really liked. Overall, it was very... I thought it was entertaining. It kept my interest. I mean, I plowed through a season pretty quickly. So I liked it. Um, it's not perfectly I, my cup of tea, but... To be honest, I have never seen an advertisement. I haven't seen it advertised on Netflix. I haven't seen anything about really, it. It's, a, it's like number one on the Netflix. I know, like, uh, but on my, on my app, when I bring it up, I, I have seen literally nothing about it. Hmm. Uh, Blew me away. David said, my girls love the Dark Knight and Twister, so I'm doing great at parenting. I would agree. Yeah, but you've, you're also very sheltered. Turk says it starts out very Hunger Games-ish. It's very Hunger Games, Maze Runner. So we've um, been watching Hunger Games with... Grady has gotten really involved with Hunger Games. It's not as good as the Hunger Games. It's not that good. It's, really? It's a little... It, it's fine. I think you would like it more than me. I okay. said that last week. So that's one thing I've been watching. Um one other quick one is, if you're not watching American Idol, I don't know what you're doing. It's I'm so not. good. It's great. Really? The talent on it is great. I don't know if you know this or not, but they didn't have last season. They didn't finish it. Oh, I know. So they got down to the top nine. They eliminated down to nine. And then they, they had a whole episode where they took the final 10, 10 from last season, and they all got to do a tryout for one spot in the top 10 on the new season. What? Yeah. So they had a whole episode that just brought in all of last year's contestants. That doesn't seem fair. And they all sang, and they picked this one dude who is from Wichita, Kansas, who is, he has, he speaks with an accent. He maybe is Indian. He is not like originally from America. Oh, I think I know. I don't really know. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. He's super good. But there's, Amazing people on this season. They're really good. So w- w- how far are they into the show? Because I could start watching on Sunday, I think. Um, they just eliminated, I think they're down to like seven. Wow. But the best seven. Like they, the, so they eliminated three last week. I think it was t- top ten. I, so they eliminated three, and the three they got rid of were literally the worst three, which well, is amazing. Yeah, that's really good. I, I 
just recently subscribed back to Hulu Live TV, mm-hmm. which is stupid. It's so expensive. It's like 65 bucks a month. That is so dumb. I hate it, but I have to watch baseball. And I have no other availability to watch baseball. I'm not going to get satellite. Not going to do it because I already have like antenna TV. The problem is it's basically the same thing for me to get Hulu live as it is for me to get satellite, but satellite's more expensive. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, with Netflix, Amazon, HBO Max, you know, all of these things plus Hulu, it's just as expensive as me getting like satellite. I don't think so. Direct TV is like 175 bucks a month. I mean, but just Hulu Live is $65 a month yeah, plus but, every but other. You get A, you get a discount when you bundle it with Disney Plus. So you're paying less for that. So then you're paying for Netflix, half an HBO. You're going to have Amazon anyway. Right. So really, I but mean, that's, you're not even that's, close. You're still under 100 bucks. I know. Way it's under just, 100 bucks. You're probably like less than 80. It's just ridiculous that they charge that much money, I think. Yeah, well. It bothers me. Anyway, I'm still paying for it because I want to. And, and I don't know if there's reason, more you want to talk about. We're running out of time. I only want to watch baseball. But I can go back and watch some of those American Idol shows. That's yes. all I'm saying. Like, I want to start watching it like the top 10. Yeah. I mean, I would just, you could just start now and be fine. Okay. So, yes, we have two new shows. There is uh, the Invincible season finale that happened last Friday. Do you want to talk about that? We don't have time. Okay. It's, we're over two hours. You're right. And we also have another new show. Yes. <laughs> on Disney Plus that just came out called The Bad Batch. Yes, The Bad Batch. So we'll talk about both of those next week. Uh, season finale in, of Invincible. If you have not watched this show, I would highly recommend you watch it. Very much recommend Invincible. It, was it is a, a cartoon. Super fun show. Uh, gory, violent at times. Listen, Amazon has cornered the market on superhero shows that are realistic. And very R-rated. Because they have The Boys, and now they have Invincible. And those are two shows that no other platform will ever have like it. I mean, anybody can make a show like them now, but Amazon is the one that came out with these two first. Yeah. And they are the epitome of what realistic superhero shows should be like, I think. Because they are very down to earth on what will happen if you legitimately had people of that power. Yeah. And I think it's incredible. And Invincible in its last episode, man, it blows me away. Uh, The dynamic between father and son. But we'll get into it. My post on our Facebook page. Wishing for 200% more Battle Beast and Invincible Season 2. I didn't see that. You remember Battle Beast? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I didn't see the post, though. Oh, my gosh. So we'll get into it more next week uh, with Invincible. And then a new show on Disney Plus is The Bad Batch. Um, That's a Star Wars spinoff or like a Clone Clone Wars Wars spinoff. And what do you think? Fun. The first episode. It was an hour and 14 minutes long. It was very long. It was too long. But honestly, Rebels did that. They started their season with a movie. Yeah, and they did. 
I think maybe even Clone Wars did that too. I can't remember. They take like basically two episodes and put them together as one long episode. And they started it like a movie. So to be honest... This started like a movie without... So Rebels did it better where it really felt like a movie. Yeah. This kind of felt like a continuation. Um, so it was long, that first episode. Um, there was... I need more. I need... Yeah. I need more to have a real solid opinion on it. There was certainly times when I'm like, okay, this is kind of boring. Oh, absolutely. Uh I was searching for times that were going to give me something to hold on to, to be like, all right, yeah, we got something here. I was, to be honest, that was my least favorite part of the last season of Clone Wars was the Bad Batch stuff. Um, I agree. Um, yeah. But I, they definitely did some interesting things as it relates to like the killing of the Jedi. It's just the right. time frame that it's happening in is an interesting time frame. It is, but what they're doing isn't necessarily interesting. It, it, I think it is because it's like the formation of the empire. I think it's a. They just need to. I just need more I, of it. We just I need, need more. I just need more, more of the story in order to like get involved with it. And even though they gave you an hour and 14 minutes of the first episode, it was like just so many different things happened that I was like, okay, like let's, let's get more of this. Like let's. I don't know. We need more characters to latch on to. That's the issue. Like, right. There are a group of ragtag individuals. But that, none of them are, that you to don't, me, all that um, interesting. So like with Rebels, no, you, and you I think attach they, yourself to that crew strongly. But we could get but that. But I think they're doing it on purpose as a way of you, you're attached to the entire crew and not just one person. But that so was the same way with Rebels, but... Well, but you had individual people you could attach yourself to in Rebels. Like, you had individual storylines. This one, I feel like they want you to love the whole team as the whole team and not an individual. The problem is the team's not really that likable. At all. So, we'll see where <laughs> it goes. Yeah. Um, I'm in for as much animated Star Wars as I can get. So, I'm totally fine with that. And I agree. Um, I mean, I'm going to watch this entire series. I'm going to. I know who's involved with the creation of this, and it makes me seem like they wouldn't be doing it if they didn't have a reason to be doing it. Right. Because it, it, honestly... It has to lead into more. Yes. Yeah. It, it's going to. It's going to tie into it's other... It's going to bring in other characters. There's going to be things going on. And that's why... And that's where Disney and John Favreau and all of them, like... They pull you in because you know it's going to tie into something else. We have to watch it in order to know what's going to happen yep. next. So I'm in. I can't uh, wholeheartedly like throw my recommendation behind it yet because I haven't gotten far enough. What I will say is I really enjoyed the animation. Yeah. I thought the animation was better than any of the animation I've seen before. It looked more fluid and more lifelike to me. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was. It's very similar to the Clone Wars. I thought it was better. Okay, it looked I the did. same to me, honestly. I I thought it was like I don't. Maybe it's my TV. I got a different TV since I've watched the last uh, maybe. Clone Wars, but I felt Richie like Rich it, over here, one percenter. I got it on sale. It was a new TV, literally a sale to, item that I got. You don't have to, do, I that. Got, you don't have to like, do that. But I, I, that's what I did. 
got it. David Timmons bought it, and then I bought it from him. <laughs> it's like a sale thing. It's not quit it. You're bragging. I'm not, I'm not a one percenter. <laughs> I have to buy like two you know, stolen <laughs> items. That anyway, it looked just so much Fell more off fluid. A truck. Right. It was like the the has been that. Oh, people used to like this, Jay, so we're gonna hey, put it up for sale. Come over here. You want a, a little TV? You want a gabagook? Hey, we got the gabagook TV over here. You want a little slice of banana pepper <laughs> with your gabagook? All right, I think we got to wrap it up. But listen up. Have you went to Jersey Mike's? I've been there. Gosh, it's. So- <laughs> I just bought some more Jersey Mike's the other you day. You just got some more? Yesterday. All I bought it, it for the whole lock. I went and picked it up, brought it to the lock. It was so good. I like it way better than Jimmy John's, and I don't care what you say. Uh, disagree. You're an idiot. Respectfully. The bread is better. Does anybody say they disrespectfully disagree? I don't, I don't think that's I disagree ever disrespectfully. Right. Doesn't even make sense. It doesn't. Like, I'm going to disrespect you right now. By my disagreement. <laughs> right. Nobody, nobody says that. Nobody. It's not really respectful either. It's just, it is what it is. Right. And everybody Why can disagree. Why preface it with respectful or disrespectful? It's just your opinion. Yeah. Just like your opinion, Mia. man. And Jersey Mike's bread is better than Jimmy John's. Oh, my man. God. That is an incorrect opinion, and I'm done. I'm done with this podcast. I'm done with you as a okay. human being. I disrespectfully disagree. <laughs> First Narf Talk this week. I've been Chris. I am Jerry. See you.